Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-Tastic Brackets. My name's Kevin. And I, much like Al Jordan and Steve Rogers before me, have come back from the dead because the editors have deemed that it cannot continue without me. <laughs> Yay to have Mark. And I'm super happy to have Mark out of my sphincter. And we are also joined, as we have been frequently recently, we have Pete, Team Kelly, and the wonderful Stephanie Hansen. Hello, everybody. How are you all? Hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hola. Wow. Yeah, at least one of you is bringing some kind of energy. I'm, the rest, I'm sorry to bother the rest of you guys. And <laughs> just go and sit in the corner and cry. That's fine. Steph's like, <laughs> Steph's like leaned away from the camera. Steph's like leaned, Sorry, leaned, I'll, I'll leaned all the way back. Would you rather like NPR ASMR voice? Like, I'll call it Sombrero or some shit. So it makes it something like interesting to look at or, or at least no one else can see it. I got nothing. I got nothing else. I got my palm tree. That's all I got. I know like another dude. Rat. At least well, the county is bringing some like nature into it. The rest of you guys, I just got to see. Rats you know? are nature. Ambition is a dream. Ambition is a dream. Double cream ale. Okay. Interesting. I don't think I've ever had a double cream ale. Cream ales aren't usually my favorite. Peanut butter one, too, so it's really good. It's peanut butter and banana. I'm interested in that. Oh, I'm drinking. What are you drinking tonight? I'm going to drink some of that with him, but I have um, also my 12 boy Lagunitas IPA. Okay. Did you did you did you polish off that handle of Captain Morgan already? Is that what's up? I have not yet. I have not yet. Oh, okay. Um, I right, am drinking. So you got some from Spider Bite, it looks like. I do. I'm drinking some All Hallows Eve. I have two left from the fire sale that he uh, performed earlier in the uh, in the pandemic. So I'm excited about it. The uh, I have some. I'm, I'm gonna have some more Spider Bite. I'm not sure what I'm gonna drink tonight. I think I have a Yup. I have Boris. It's uh, I have a bunch of Spider Bite. There you go. I forgot to go pick my order up from Spider Bike because they never texted me to tell me it was ready. They're not going to. Yeah, I kind of gathered that. So. Yeah. Um, they normally day. they normally do, but for the for this for the LIBME special thing, it's it's a whole different uh, ball of wax. Are they open, Mark? Yes. I'd have to swing by. Mark, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking an apparently four-year-old homebrew sour stout. How's that treat oh, you? Fuck, really? It very much reminds me of Corvid from TBC. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, very 
was going to say, got a little okay. acetic on you, huh? Last night I drank the Cerberus from uh, Ghost, actually, with Greg. The uh, barrel, double, actually a double brown ale again, barrel aged. Man, that thing was delicious. That thing was insane. Steph, are you imbibing anything this night, or are you uh, sticking with that hard water again? Yeah, you know it. That's right. And Mr. Pete, how about you, sir? I I, I did my usual foraging for uh, something, and I came across this. Um, I don't know what it is. It's from Hardwick Vineyard and Winery, and it's got the names of our friends who were married in 2007 on it. So this is either a shower or a wedding favor. Okay. It literally doesn't say what the contents of the bottle are. I know it's alcohol because they're telling me I shouldn't drink it if I'm a woman and expecting or driving a car. Um, but I, I realized right there, if you're a man, you can drink it and drive a car. Right, what? exactly. <laughs> if you're a man, you can drink it and drive a car. I don't know if I would. Is it white wine? That's, it's, it looks like it's some sort of. Uh, well, now it looks like apple cider vinegar, whatever it wants. It used to be white wine, wine and yeah. it's now going to be white wine vinegar. No, 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 no. You totally should. You definitely should. I, I think you guys are my, my last, uh, my last East Coast IPA here. Uh, yeah, a couple bottles hanging out. That's it. Flap, so, flap that badge out over that thing. Enough to at least take the boil off to see if there's cork before, so I can be prepared for this moment. Yeah, but, that's, uh, a cork. that's a step in the right direction. Listen, if it's if it's if it's twist if it twist uh, if it's a twist off, it gets your white girl wasted quick. All right, that's right. Oh. It uh, it doesn't smell like vinegar. That's a good thing. There's a there's a right. of something involved. All right, let's let's real time, Pete. Like 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 you're ju like you're judging it. You're pouring it on ice. Okay. Okay. Last time you guys told me to use ice, I didn't use ice. I don't think I did. Like a real white girl. <laughs> oh, that face. Oh, man. That's my well, here's the problem because of my, uh, my, my experience level. I have no idea whether this has gone bad or it's just a little tart. It's probably fine. As long as it doesn't taste like white cardboard. That would be the right hour to be concerned about. doesn't taste like yeah. cardboard. Do, do they make sour wine these days, or is that, um... <laughs> I, I don't have a refined palate, Greg. I basically have sweet and sour because of all the Chinese food I've been eating in my entire life. Those are the only things that can taste. <laughs> all based on Chinese food, okay. Yeah. MSG. Oh, yeah. MSG. It says, this, this, this has tartness with hints of dim sum. <laughs> sweet, sour, and soy. Soy is my umami. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, this is Pete. Pete, Pete I got, I got nine one one. Let me just dial nine one one real quick, and I'll just have it here so I can hit one button in case I see you tipping sideways. Okay. So now that Pete's got his life alert all set up, let's review a little bit. So uh, in the top half, we had uh, some good matchups. The uh, as we got it down to the final four of the top half. We have What About Bob going up against Mallrats and Shawshank Redemption going up against A League of Their Own. So I think there's uh, three really good movies in there that 
you know, two of which probably deserve to win. But uh, yeah, I have to say some fucking bullshit about what about Bob winning out over the Sandlot? Who has watched What About Bob in the last 20 years? I have. Um, I watched it like two weeks ago. With the kids. It's fantastic. It's really not, though. <sighs> the Kellys were a force for this one. Yeah, Mark, our, our, senior, our senior citizen friends here decided that it was good entertainment. Yeah, it's really not, though. You know how I know this? Because it's not... It's not one of those things that's in regular syndication on cable. It's not because it's not a good movie. So wait a second. You're gonna you're you're you're, 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 you're gonna use. You're gonna use like T- TNT and TBS as your fucking bastion for what good movies are. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, like any fucking cable channel. <laughs> Does not run. What about Bob? None of them do. It's because it costs too much because of how great it is. What? <laughs> I said what? it's because it costs too much because of how great it is. No. Stephanie, okay, I haven't had cable for seven years, but you know what? The previous 15 years prior to that, I never saw a What About Bob on fucking TV. Yeah, I saw it on Channel 11. Yeah, yeah. So often now. Yeah. It's all the last seven years, apparently. Yes, it's, it's, yeah, it, they, 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 they've piled it in. It was like Bobby Bonilla. They got paid on the back half. <laughs> you know how good of a movie it is? My Best deal ever. what the fuck it is. Well, it was also made when, when your wife was in, like was like 10. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We have to. I was barely old enough to watch it when it came out. I mean, I mean, Jen, Jen and Greg were in their thirties, but (laughs) it was made when she was younger, and it is not in regular rotation, so she never saw it when she came of the age where it was appropriate. Hey, guess what? Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I just want to point out that I, I have literally, literally never seen Crawl on TNT, not one time. But <laughs> <laughs> good point. Mm-hmm. Hey, this guy's different whatsoever. Like, what about the Sandlot is some fucking Russian interference shit going on. <laughs> Listen, Mark, I'm on your, I was on your side with this, man. The Sandlot gr- is one of the finest movies out there. I, uh, I, I, you're, you're... But we have one every time there's a tie. Weird shit happens when we gotta go to a, to a coin flip. And this was, this week's weird shit. What about Bob? Yep. Yeah, that's true. If you were, if you were here, it would've went down differently. I think I voted for Sandlot, to be honest with you. I, I don't keep... Yeah, I, but I think you did it as one of those, like, hey, if, but the one I want is already locked up, but... I'll give it a nod because I respect that it's good. I like them both a lot. But. Yeah, I do too. I just I I would prefer to watch What About Bob now, as as an adult. When I was when I was a little younger, the Sandlot might have won. But I agree with you. They're both great movies. I understand you being upset. I don't want to make it seem like it was a clear cut decision or anything. It's definitely uh, that's definitely one that uh, I can understand being upset about. It's almost like somebody picking Armageddon over Shawshank Redemption. Right, it's almost similar to that. Listen, we, there has been apparently there have been lots of bad choices, but let's uh, let's get started on some new new bad choices. That's always the best. Those as are always I, as the I was best ones. Before the Kellys got on the call, 
Armageddon was peak Michael Bay at the top of the curve before he started his downhill, like, after the rocket ran out of gas and just started free-falling back toward the ground to fucking smash. But you could probably start using his footage from previous movies and shit. Brooks was here? Shawshank Redemption is peak, peak Morgan Freeman, uh, peak Tim Robbins. Shawshank like, is not peak Morgan Freeman. Oh, it is 100% peak Morgan Freeman. 100%. It is his best role ever. Class, yeah, classic Morgan Freeman. It is his best role, I'll confidently say that. Uh, he's pretty awesome in Mandela. Just saying? He's pretty awesome in that. Uh, it's one of those ones I can't disagree with, otherwise I go into like social media jail, right? What's that? It's one of the ones I, like, I can't disagree with out loud, because I can just go to like social media jail. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, no, no. I actually I didn't see the movie, so I can't say. I can imagine him being pretty excellent in it, though. Uh, all right, let's get. It. Are you guys ready to get into the bottom half of the bracket? Yeah. All right. First, first matchup we have Dogma going up against Waterboy. Kevin Smith going up against Adam Sandler. So. Two great movies. I'll start off with that. Yeah, I think Jen. Jen, you, you're. I remember you being pretty clear cut on this one. I, I am clear cut on this one. Mama, 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 mama said. Mama said that crocodiles are so ornery because they got autumn teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> so, um, Tom is great. It's Kevin Smith. Alanis Morissette is God for God's sake. Um, but it's still Waterboy for me. I love the Waterboy. Adam Sandler makes me laugh all the time. And I would rather watch Waterboy over and over than Sip Your Dogma again. I also think it's clear cut, but I'm in the reverse. I'm Dogma. And I love Waterboy. I think it's Adam Adam Sandler's best movies. But I like the added depth of Dogma being both funny and having some serious overtones with some uh, social commentary. And it's got Buddy Buddy Jesus in it or Buddy Christ in it. So how the how can you how can you vote against Buddy Christ? Forgot about Buddy Christ. I that's George Carlin. That's the only reason George Carlin is in that movie is to, you know, talk about Buddy Christ. Mind you, it's not the official name; just something we've been kicking around. Buddy Christ. Great pull, Mark. That was great. It's time to retire this reverent but wholly depressing sign of the church. Yeah, we know that. And we know that Cardinal Glick is the kind of asshole that would bless us. He didn't come back dead to give us the heebie-jeebies. No, plus, the Willies. Plus, the Willies, that's right. You got Alan Rickman. You have Alan Rickman playing a playing a, an archangel. Yeah, Metatron. Oh, it's so good. He's just a, actually a family eatery down the block, but it's impressive nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I, have an I have an answer to this. Um, I, I love... Waterboy, and I think it's a really well-made movie, and I think it's one of his best. But um, Dogma's just almost like stab at religion, but almost like educationally taking a stab at religion. I think they did a good job in like pointing out some faults with it, but at the same time um, giving a little education. Um, and I think Dogma's going to get my vote. Yeah, I think it was very um, South Park-esque. The way they handled the whole thing. I'm a, I'm a with Dogma. Um, Waterboy is, is very funny, and I think it 
and I feel it was like the end of the classic Adam Sandler movies. Yes. Like, we had like, I, I feel like you had Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, uh, Little Nicky, Waterboy, like, those were really funny, Big Daddy, and then it was kind of like, all right, now I'm going to go make Spanglish. <laughs> and there was and there was something else in the and then on Strike Club and Club kind of falls into like a weird other category. Um, and what was the other one? Not just Spanglish. The um, Click. No, Click. Oh, Click uh, was fucking terrible. I love it. I know. I thought I that was like, the best I really like Click and Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates is. Right. I, I thought Fifty First. I thought Fifty First Dates was pretty good, but Waterboy, what we're talking about. I thought it was like the end of it. He had finished off all his uh, his old you know characters that he had done with the excited southerner. But Dogma is so funny. I think it's really smart in its jokes. It's got visual gags. It's got verbal gags. It's got just the right kind of notes to it. And I have seen both both of these numerous times. But Dogma is one that I just love. It really is. It's one of my favorites. It's probably, it, might be my favorite, it might be my favorite Ben um, Matt Damon movie, too. Matt Damon. <laughs> you know? Mass genocide is the most physically exhausting thing you can do next to soccer. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? You stood there and read. I rained down salt and sulfur. <laughs> you didn't say to bless you when I sneezed. Um, Steph, I don't think we got you yet. I think Adam Sandler went a little too far with Waterboy. It was definitely not as enjoyable as Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Um, I mean, you really can't beat Alan Rickman with no genitalia. So for me, it's dogma all the way. Adam Thomas like running the Kendall. No. Yeah. <laughs> the mind, mind, the mind meld between Kevin and Mark right there is pretty intense. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I, only, I only own one of these movies in physical media format, and that's Dogma. Actually, I don't know the Waterboy here. Um, Waterboy is, is in that category of Adam Sandler movie that uh, is just not my favorite kind of movie. And Dogma, I think Ben Affleck tries really hard to ruin it and manages to fail, which I'm cool with. Um, so I'm going to vote for Dog. All right, Dogma, six to one. Oh, all right. Moving on. We've got Bruce Willis and Haley Joel Osment in The Sixth Sense going up against a Bronx tale. All right. All right. I, 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 straight, straight up, if any, if any of you motherfuckers don't vote for a Bronx tale without a really, really good reason, I don't know if I can talk to you again. Bronx tale is yeah, one of, if not so. the best, I, best I movie in this bracket. Bronx tale. But I have I have also never seen a Bronx Tale, so I am voting for Six Sense. <laughs> I, I am not voting for a Bronx Tale. Oh. I don't think it's the best out of all the mafia type movies. I actually saw the Six Sense in the theater, and I really enjoy it. Even with the twist, I was still able to find new things. I, and y'all may hate on Bruce Willis, but I think he was very good in the movie. You like until you. Go back and think about it. You're like, oh yeah, he didn't actually interact with any of the characters except for Hilary Duff. And I think, I think M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I think M Night Shyamalan did a great job 
add that suspense. And when the twist finally happened, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And the but fact that Donald Trump come out well before the happening. Listen to me. M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong is proof that, like, the sun shines on a dog's ass once. Every other movie he made was pure dog shit. Like, not even close to being remotely good. I just have to say that out loud. Um, the, Sixth Sense was, the Sixth Sense was very good. A Bronx Tale is fucking iconic. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, Wes I've read a lot of books on the Mafia. I've watched a ton of different Mafia movies. Um, and I will say easily that Bronx Tale is my favorite of the Mafia movies. I like the relationship between Clojure, or C, if you want to call him C, um, the relationship between him and his parents, and then his father and the Mafia. Like, it's, it's, it's just very well done. Um, you, you learn a lot of uh, important things from that. Like when you, you open the car door for the girl, what should she do? And then you want to do the Mario trick? Mario test. The Mario test? Or the Sunny test. Or the, or the Sunny test, which one matters? <laughs> Listen, it starts off with one of the best lines ever, right? Come on. It was night, the summer of 1967, and Italian men were romancing their women. Shut the fuck up and get in the fucking car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it just smacks you in the face right from the beginning. It's such a good movie. And there's so many layers to where Bronxdale is. And it's not just the story of the young guy trying to find his role in the world. It's the tale of Kaz trying to, you know, interact, how he interacts with this young man and what his role is in the community. It's Robert De Niro trying to be a father. It's so many layers and so many stories going on in there. And it's so good and so rewatchable. It's not one that you're going to sit there and just watch on loop, but it's one that's, whatever it's on, I stop and I watch. Like, it's, it's such a good movie. It's got a thousand and one memorable scenes. I mean, it's it's so good. I, I got to go with the Bronx Tale. When he's walking that girl home from uh, school and he walks her to the other side of town and they start throwing a bottle at him and chase him out of there and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it just touches on a lot of different things. Yeah. No, I mean, it really addresses a lot of, you know, the, growing up in the in the bar, five boroughs in the 60s. Right. You know, my old man grew up in Brooklyn and he'll tell you about, like, that, like... You, you didn't go hang out in certain. It was you know you didn't go hang out in certain neighborhoods because that was different groups' neighborhoods. Right. You know, and you didn't want tr and you didn't want trouble like that. What so, do you What are you voting yeah. for, Mark? Oh, my vote is for the Bronx Tale. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Bronx Tale, hundred percent. Cool. So, as usual, my wife and Peter wrong. Five to two, six cents. We can start a good taste movie club and it's all over step. <laughs> yeah. Or at least a good taste because we haven't seen half of the other movies in movie club. Well, that's not true for Steph. Steph has seen all yeah, of these movies. I've seen all except for two. It's on this list. <laughs> hey, all right. Armageddon? Sure, why not? It's alphabetically first. It has to go, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So our next matchup. We've got two strong comedies going up against each other. We got the Big Lebowski 
going up against So I Married an Axe Murderer. Motherfucking Lebowski. I love, love, love So I Married an Axe Murderer. It's so underrated. But as everyone on this uh, call is aware, Lebowski is a, is part of my being. Um, I, I spent my entire college years essentially communicating in Lebowski. So, uh, it's Lebowski all day. The, the dude abides. And that, Shut the fuck up, John. Here's, here's the problem for me. I spent so many years listening to Justin quote the big Lebowski with our friends that, like, years before I actually saw the movie, that by the time I saw the movie, I was so utterly underwhelmed by it that I can't possibly vote for it. I definitely, I definitely ruined that. We definitely ruined that for you, without question. Yeah. You did. So I, I don't even know how I would go into it with fresh eyes, but I actually really did enjoy So I Married an Axe. I also think it's extremely underrated. I'm going to vote for that. I, I agree with you. It is very underrated. Yeah. I agree with you, Pete, that Justin and Glenn put it up on this pedestal. So when I saw it, I'm like, no, this is, this is no, not for me. It's a good movie. It doesn't live up to the pedestal. I was I was saying I'd rather see Justin and Glenn act it out than to see the real movie, but I love the Mary Next Murder. Um, Mike Myers is hysterical when he plays the father, the little brother. Everything about it is amazing. So I have to go with that. Harriet. Sweet Harriet. Yes. Hard hearted autumn year of haggists. <laughs> Wait, so the Hudsucker proxy didn't even make it into the bracket? <laughs> <laughs> I listen, Mark. I'm fucking with you, Mark. This is something we agree. This is something we agree upon. That movie is a fucking awesome movie. I was pissed as well. Great Coen's brothers film. I didn't think you made it. I couldn't agree with you more. Tim Robbins is amazing. Uh, Tim Robbins is amazing. Actually, Tim Robbins. You got Paul Newman. Yeah. As like the means. Jennifer Jason Leigh. It's so fucking good. It's the. Like the absurdest exaggerations of that movie are so good. They, you're a hundred percent right, Mark. I, I couldn't possibly agree with you more. Um, so you're gonna go Lebowski then? Oh yeah, no yeah. Lebowski. But I was just like, hey, yeah. is the other one on here? And then I realized it wasn't. I was like, fuck all of you. Not all of you. Not all of you. I was with you. I tried. Yeah, I was with you. I love that. I was not. I thought you made that movie up. I still don't even know what it is. <laughs> you know, Mark, I know you enjoy it. It's just not my fa- it's just not my favorite Cohen's movie, so I did not and I tried to stick to just sixty four when I was voting for the bracket, so I did not know for it. I uh, wonder if your your version of Krull is for the aughts. Every decade you have one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck you. This, this is not Krull. Hudsucker Proxy is not Krull. Like, there's no, no, not the same thing, but I, but I appreciate the attempt there. Um, we are currently at two to two. I can't fucking believe it. Lebowski, so I married an axe murderer. The Kellys, are you going to break my heart? I love Mike Myers and I, and I agree that so I married an axe murderer is a very underrated movie. It's hilarious. Um, but not much compares to the big Lebowski. I, I was on a bowling league for, uh, 10 years before I was. I quit when I was six months pregnant with Addie because I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, but I, I love bowling and the whole, you know, sitting and like smoking in the bowling alley. And, um, Market zero. Over the line. 
Smokey, this isn't now. There are rules here. I, um, I'm going to definitely go for The Big Lebowski because I think it is one of the funniest, most off-the-wall movies I've ever seen. Have you seen it's that? Right here. It's easily one of the most quotable movies out there, and the fact that Justin and his little circle was doing it, my friends are doing the same exact thing, quoting the same movie. Uh, Big Lebowski gets a little for me as well. You see that? You see the rug? That's the rug that yeah, ties really the room together. together. Oh my god. Did that's it not? The rug ties that room together. Ties that room together. That's what that's where my vote is. And the Chinaman peed on it. <laughs> please. Please. Chinaman is not the acceptable nomenclature. Asian American, please. Do you have any color? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite my favorite scene of that movie. They are nihilist, honey. They care about nothing. <laughs> that must be exhausting. Um, I fuck. I can keep going. It's so sick. My favorite, my favorite scene in that movie is when he's knocked out and he wakes up to Maud flying in naked doing the fucking painting. That's my favorite scene. That's my favorite. She's going ah, <laughs> throw the fucking paint. I love it. Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Yeah. All right, we got. Uh, thank, thank Jesus Christ. We have Lebowski uh, flying through there, five to two. And I'm and I'm drawing a blank on his name. That chubby guy who's the uh, who's the helper for Lebowski for the other Lebowski. Oh yeah. Famous actor. I I I my brain part. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Thank you, Stephanie. Philip Seymour Hoffman. May he rest in peace. Yes. Dude, dude. His little role is hysterical, also. Tara Reid should have been nominated for an Oscar. She was wrong. That one for sure. For that one for sure. Like that, and then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Whatever those. All right. Yeah. Eventually, she oh, can get the Lifetime Achievement Award for like Sharknado '82. <laughs> no, no, it's not going to be a Lifetime Achievement Award. It's going to be a Stamina Award. Like how long? <laughs> I just how long she can keep doing the same shit. Over. <laughs> Over. All right. Our next matchup. We've got Ween's World going up against Hook. This, uh, these, this, this again, I think, kind of falls into that category of different genres, different enough genres that it's hard to measure them against each other a little bit. But, I mean, Ween's World is a fantastic parody. It, gets so, it has so many funny things going on in there. But Hook is just is great. You got Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman are fantastic. Fantastic in that movie. Really fantastic. Might be my favorite Peter Pan rendition. Oh, we lost Steph. Yep. Cat's got her. Yeah, Cat's <laughs> probably, yeah, probably ate her. That's sad. Wayne's so Kelly. What's that? What's that, Mark? At least they didn't take out the main power. <laughs> It's probably Ceiling Cat. Ceiling Cat probably did it. Yeah, when they could learn to open up doors, then you got trouble, like raptors. <laughs> oh, here she is. Are you okay? You gotta unmute. Are you, okay? you have to unmute yourself, Steph. Stop. Stop talking and unmute yourself. I'm on right now. I can't. Yeah, you are. You're back. Okay. I have no. Back. Back again. <laughs> yes, Jen. I see your handwriting. Yeah, good job. Yeah. It's pretty easy for me. Um, Hook, I only saw like once. It was good. It's not my uh, go-to genre. 
Um, I've been watching Saturday Night Live for way, way, way longer than I should have been. Like, uh, I was too young when I started watching it. Um, somewhere in, like, I guess, seventh or eighth grade. And the skits that came from that era, the, the Dana Carvey, the Mike Myers, the, the Adam Sandler, the Chris Farley, those, that, was, that was my time. Like, that was uh, a, big, a big part of what I enjoyed about, um, like, SNL is, is when they were able to branch off with characters, and I think Wayne's World nailed that. I think that they were able to make an entire movie based upon a four-minute, you know, skit of these two guys in a basement. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I mean, Hook's a well-done movie. It's got good acting, but I love Wayne's World. I'm a Mike Myers person, and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't vote for Sunman and Axe Murder, so I'm going to vote for Wayne's World. I can also uh, confidently vote for Wayne's World here. I don't, uh, I don't remember Hook very much, and I'm sure it was super well acted. But again, going on the premise of what fucking Bob Hoskins is Mr. Smee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I just don't give a fuck about watching it now. I have no interest in watching it now. I'd much rather watch Wayne's World. I have no interest in watching Wayne's World because Mike Myers. I am so fucking done with Mike Myers. If it's a Mike Myers movie, I have no interest in it at all. If he has some bit part in someone else's movie, okay, it might be fine. But every fucking Mike Myers movie has been the same fucking joke since Wayne's World 2. Well, it's a good thing that we're talking about Wayne's World 1, so, like, it works. Yeah, I don't care, though, <laughs> because every other fucking movie has ruined the first. I just never watched any of the other ones. I'm not even just talking about Wayne's World 2. I'm no, talking no. about the Lost Stars movie. I'm talking about the Love Guru. Oh my Love god. Love Guru is garbage. So much fucking dumpster fire. Totally agree. Still rather watch Wayne's World 1 because Wayne's World 1 was awesome. Awesome. Wayne's World 1 is an iconic movie, there's no question, but... Hook, not only do I think it's a worthy sequel to Peter Pan, I think it was, like, exponentially better than Peter Pan. Definitely. Like, the, the story and how well it was done. Robin Williams is fantastic. All the acts, all the actors. Um, and Wayne's World is, it is an iconic movie, um, but Hook was just such a much better crafted and acted piece that was that had everything to me. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, I'm going for Hook. What are you going for, Steph? I've said it over and over. Robin Williams is a genius. He took a little bit of a more serious, darker turn here. Dustin Hoffman is completely frightening. Um, Binging with Babish just recently did a take on that invisible pie, which was very strange, but it reminded me of like how magical the movie was. So I have to go with that. Mohawks? Yeah, absolutely. Hook, all the way. Hook, hook, hook. Similar to Justin and Jenny. I definitely watched Hook and I definitely remember enjoying Hook, but Hook didn't quote unquote hook me because I don't think I've seen it again since the first time I, I watched it. And I think I remember enjoying it, but like I was never interested. And I was definitely a Peter Pan guy. I like Peter Pan. Um, I guess Hook never really uh, got me, so um, I'm. Not a huge fan of Wayne's World, but I'm not going to vote for it over Hook. Okay, 
I fucked up. I don't know who I missed, but I currently have it 3-3, and I'm, I clearly fucked that up. I'm Wayne's World. Wayne's World. That's two for Wayne's World. I'm Wayne's World, which is three. Did anyone else go Wayne's World? Nope. Okay. Hook wins. Well. I'm excited that Hook won. I'm excited that Hook won because I, I, I think if it didn't, Mark would have fully had a brain aneurysm. Yeah, we can't have him. You know what? I don't, I don't care about losing that one so much because Mark is okay. So next one, we've got two more comedies going up against each other. We've got basketball going up against the wedding singer. Those two heavy hitters, man. They really are. In my, in my world, they're two heavy hitters. They're two great movies. Not good movies, great movies. Both of them. See, I saw basketball. I laughed. I thought it was funny. I had no desire to ever see it again. And I still have no desire to see it again. Wedding Singer, I've watched at least a dozen times, and I would still watch it again if it was on right now. It's the exception of my Adam Sandler movies. I think it's just a really well-done movie. It's it's the same basic, generic, uh, guy loves girl, girl with the wrong guy, guy manages to get girl, plot that's been done a hundred thousand times, but it still manages to be fun and interesting, and the 80s setting, they made the most of it, and they did it right, and for me, it's the Wedding Singer all the way. Her name was Julia Julia. Come on. I love that. Hi, my name is Julia Julia. <laughs> Billy Idol on an airplane. Come on. Yeah, I that was a great team. I mean, there's really very little redeemable quality of that movie. That doesn't get the love it deserves. It does not get the love it deserves, but it's also a really fucking stupid movie. Like, it has no redeemable qualities to it whatsoever. It's amazing, it, and honestly, it's so funny because it has no redeemable qualities to it whatsoever. I don't know which one I'm going to pick. Wedding Singer has a, you know, the, honestly, the end of Wedding Singer is what bums me out the most, is that it's, it's the, you know, just the sappy, classic, like, gotta end this way type of ending. They make it cool with Billy Idol on the plane and everything, but I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to pick, but it, it is the. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I love I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Go for it, Jen. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say I love the wedding singer. We know my love for Adam Sandler in general. Um, the wedding singer is fantastic. I love Drew Barrymore, and I think it's adorable. Um, it's hilarious. I the, the '80s montages and that guy. Is the lady. Yeah, Bob, Bob, um, so, but basketball, I could watch it every day, laugh just as hard every single day, and he's like, first we get the jobs, then we get the khakis, then we get the chicks, and the psych outs, like, your sister's dating squeak, like, I just, I, I speak in basketball, so as others speak in other movies, I speak in basketball. Um, so it's a hundred percent basketball for me. It might be one of my top three favorite comedies ever. So. And then the jazz moved through New Orleans. Oh yeah, where, where, they, where they don't allow music. <laughs> that sequence in the beginning, that intro, that like intro oh, sequence yeah. in that movie is hysterical. The Lakers oh, left Minnesota, where to LA, where there are no lakes. First they tried inter league sports, then they tried inter sports. <laughs> 
So for me, basketball, I think I first saw it. Um, it had to be on like HBO or some or Cinemax or something like that. One of those ones, like I was up later than I should and I would watch it. And it was just like, it was, oh, it, they played it on repeat all the time. And it was really entertaining. Um, Wedding Singer, I enjoyed. And again, it's not my favorite uh, Adam Sandler movie. I think this is kind of like, he had fun doing this with uh, Drew Barrymore, and he was like, all right, I'm going to keep working with her. But, um, but not that I blame him, I'm sure it's outstanding, but basketball is so funny and so ridiculous. And you would think with how much I like that, I would love South Park, but I just I just never committed the amount of time to South Park. But do you guys remember on Free Range Chicken Night? Chicken, yes. Oh, you guys remember the other early movie that Parker and Stone did, Orgasmo? Yes. I know of it. It is one of those movies, like, it is so, it's, it makes basketball look like fine cinema. Like, yeah, I also played up too late and saw that on Cinemax. Yeah, like, that movie is so, so bad. And it's not even to the point where it's so bad it's good. It's just terrible. But you can see, like, they're laying their groundwork of the funny things that they're doing, you know? It, it's really interesting in that sense. But I'm voting for basketball. I want to I introduce my wife's pick. Because <laughs> I can't even believe that she picks this. She does not like South Park. We went with Pete and his lovely wife to see Book of Mormon. <laughs> which, to this day, is one of the funniest things of anything that I've ever seen in my life. I left there feeling like I got punched in the stomach three times because of how much my I, I laughed. I couldn't stand how unbelievable it was. And Steph hated it. She hated Book of Mormon. And somehow, some way, basketball that has very redeemable social quality to it whatsoever, she loves it. Loves basketball. I don't understand. Man, it's a great it is a great movie, but I don't understand how she. Like, if you if you said to me, I does your wife baseball. like baseball? I love movies about sports. Um, I don't really care for The Wedding Singer. I especially don't really care for Drew Barrymore in it. I think Fifty First Dates is such a better movie, and the chemistry between the two of them I like much better. Um, so. I wouldn't pick Wedding Singer no matter what it was up against because I don't like Wedding Singer. But yes, I don't care for South Park. I don't care for Book of Mormon. But I liked Orgasmo and I really like basketball. And I can definitely watch it again. It's kind of like um, Dodgeball, where it's like, yeah. I would like it, but I like it. Okay. I guess it's kind of like Dodgeball. Whereas the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is going to be so dumb. And it's one of the funniest. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Pat Patches O'Houlihan. That's right. <laughs> Great name. Alright, right now I got it I got it three to one for basketball, so is anybody gonna tip it over the edge? Oh, oh where you falling. I'm wedding singer. Okay. Greg, you're going with a uh, with uh, basketball. Yeah, just think think about when the 
owner is choking on that hot dog. And they could easily have saved his life right, Wilpon? if somebody was just looking. Yeah, baseball wins. Yeah. And those yeah. one against cheerleaders? Come on. I got all the promo for this one. Want me to start on the next one? <laughs> oh, one of Britain's mom's pubic hairs. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. I will tell you, as a young kid, I'll just put it this way. I was young enough that I did not get the trailer hitch joke the first time I watched that movie. And when I saw it again later, like I was like, that's really funny. That's really good. <laughs> I'm also going to go basketball. I think you guys kind of convinced me. I have to be honest. I, I saw the movie in bits and pieces and definitely saw the whole thing. And it's like not in one sitting. But I did watch it at Jen and Greg's house one night. And uh, that was a pretty amazing movie. We lost Steph again. Apparently Steph's, Steph's uh, computer is uh, nodding off. I think I'm going to your wire. Yeah, I'm saying the cats are chewing on the uh, wire. So, uh, I'm going to call for a, uh, a beer update because I'm going to open up Mother of Dragons from uh, Omegang. Part of the Game of Thrones. It's a, a smoked porter and creek ale blend. It's fantastic. I've had that. So I, I, the one that I have is really good. Uh, yeah, this I, was one. I think either you or Mark got it for me for the holidays, and I've been wanting to drink it with you guys. But since we may never see each other in person again, I'm drinking it. Fair point. Uh, I'm drinking the uh, the Blue Dream Blueberry Sour IPA from from Ghost. It is uh, a delightful, delightful color. It's a nice color. Hey Pete, how's your uh, how's your death? Are you, are you dead yet? Not yet. It's fine. How you feeling, Pete? It's um, I'm alive. Now. It looks like it got a lot darker. Maybe. It's getting oxidized as we speak. Yes. Yeah. Something's happening to it. Hey, listen, it's got a cork in it, so I feel like a pink boy. <laughs> I keep forgetting. To, I keep forgetting to drop off beer for Pete. I have to do that before the next time we record. I keep forgetting that I have to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm running into some weird, weird stuff. You are in this house, so I kind of like. I kind of make me nervous, though. The last one making me nervous, Pete. The rum and such didn't concern me as much as whatever it is you're drinking now. It's, it's only 14 years old. It had a cork in it. That's fine, right? Depends. Depends on what? Listen, I accidentally uh, opened up a... She says that. It's okay. She'll walk into the other screen. Um, I accidentally opened a bottle of uh, wine that my dad had from, like, 1974. Some, some cork... wine well. Why not so much, I don't think. Yeah, well, it was a red from Portugal, and it, like... It had dried, the cork had dried out so much that when I just picked the bottle up, the cork just dropped it. And I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> so you kind of, I mean, you didn't really open it so much as it opened itself. Right. Yes. Like, oh, and we tried it. And we tried it anyway. And it was so, so bad. It was so, so beyond vinegar. It was so gross. I feel like that, that yeah. bottle's old enough where you have to pretend that that's what it was supposed to be like. Right. No, we didn't even try. We each tried a sip of it. We were like, nope, done. But uh, this Mother of Dragons is nice. The creek, the creek flavors in it are really good. It's got a little bit of smoky aroma to it. They keep it from becoming really um, syrupy. 
that's uh, by far the favorite of the Game of Thrones beers that I've had. I, yeah. I haven't had all of them, but that's definitely my favorite. I, I, I was going to say, agree. Mark, you missed it last week. I had uh, the uh, the last one that they had, which was an Imperial Brown with Fenugreek mm. in it. Oh, I bet that was really good. It was it was pretty good. It got at the end. There was a little sediment in there that kind of got a little overpowering, but it was still pretty tasty. I liked it. Are we guys ready to carry on? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So basketball, I believe, moves on. Yes. Yes. All right. Basketball will go up against the winner of Pulp Fiction or Don't Tell No Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Done, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be honest. That is like really the only scene or thing I remember from that. My God. I, I don't remember that, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I live. I'm right on top of that. Was that's how I respond to most people's suggestions of me. I have. Um, uh, I Paul, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. Paul Fiction was weird. It was good. Um, a lot of great like scenes. Quentin Tarantino like speaks. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you no, know, I just I, I Quentin Tarantino's not my favorite. Um, I don't love the style. Uh, Pulp Fiction was great. I'd watch it again if it was on. But don't tell Mom that everything that like I go out of my way to watch it. I put it on on purpose. I'm like, wow, I want to watch that movie. I, I love Christina Applegate. Um, love, love, love. She's one of my favorite actresses. Underrated and, as an actress. I don't think she gets I the love agree. she deserves. I agree. Um, so well, I love her. But, well, yeah, but I didn't realize when she was funny, but not until later did I realize, I'm like, wow, she's a really good actress. I loved her when she was funny. That's what's always like, you know. Yeah, I mean, that whole cast, really, like, you would have thought, you know, what a bunch of idiots, and then they wound up doing really great. Well, what did the son end up doing? Oh no, he yeah. He was the, he was the exception. He was the exception of the rule. He had a fucked up show on Fox where he made, basically made fun of the fact that he was on the Bundys. That's that's the only other thing he did other than be on the Bundys. But honestly, most of the time you have somebody who's stupid. They're they're usually a pretty good actor. Most of the time you have someone who plays a really dumb role and they do it well. They're usually a really good actor. Like Lisa Kudrow is a good example. You know, she played an idiot on Friends for how long? And then you you, yeah. you see her speak and, and act in other things. You're like, oh, holy shit, you're a really good actress. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like I said, you know, good movie. Uh, everybody had to see a great soundtrack. Um, but Don't Tell Mom that they said his dad is one of my top faves. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really? Really? Those are the two things I know about Don't Tell Mom that they said his dad is. This is a dumb... And right on top of that rose. And that's really what I remember. I remember some old lady died at one point. Oh, my um, God. I've seen the movie, but I literally do not remember any of it. Um, it's open to the classic. 
I I have a very interesting relationship with Pulp Fiction. So when Pulp Fiction came out, I was about 12 or 13 years old, and I saw it at the theater with my parents. Um, That's going to be awkward. It, here's the thing, though. But here's the thing, though. It wasn't. That's, I would watch it with my parents now. I'm 44. The, the gimp scene was slightly awkward, and my mom actually asked me, like, do you have any questions, like, when we left? But, and she hates when I tell people that she did this, because there's a lot of things. I was a very serious child, and it was very easy to forget how old I was. Like, my whole life, people always thought... Also, you were the size of an adult man at 12. Yes, I was, that's true. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, 6'1". So, yeah. Wow. It, uh... I love Pulp Fiction. I also love Don't Tell the Mom, baby, baby, The Babysitter's Dead. I didn't see that till I was an adult, actually, oddly enough. Um... <laughs> and typically, I would always go with a drama before a comedy. It, this is a difficult. It's a difficult choice. I think that Don't Tell the Mom, Babysitter's Dead has so many like tiny little moments in the movie that make it um, really special. And I love, uh, but I also love almost everything that Quentin Tarantino does, except for Jackie Brown. That movie was god awful. It was basically like you know, ah, oh, God, I hated that movie. It was. I, I, you know why I hated it? I have to be honest. It's because it came right after Pulp Fiction, and it was not even close to as good as Pulp Fiction. It was probably a very good movie, and I should probably watch it again and give it, give it, give it a shot. But it was too close to Pulp Fiction, and it wasn't even didn't hold a candle. Um, I guess I have to flip a coin between the two to pick. So I, I should probably let other people go, and hopefully my vote doesn't matter. It was lacking in images of Uma Thurman's naked feet, wasn't it? It definitely, it definitely was for me, mostly. Um, that's the prime thing I look forward to in most movies, specifically, is Uma Thurman's feet. Right. Well, I mean, at least in Tarantino movies. Correct. I'm going with Pulp Fiction. I don't tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is literally, like, I said the one line, the one scene that I remember from it, and that's it. I probably saw it once, and I don't think I've seen it again since then. Um, I also have a big recollection of did, the, did, like, the daughter or whoever, like, the oldest child, like, end up going to work? Yeah, she went yeah, to work at a fashion agency. For... Yeah, she made up a fake resume, and she put on her mom's yeah. clothes. I, and... I, I vaguely remember her dressing in a very 80s, in a very 80s businesswoman fashion and, like, robbing the, uh, yeah, robbing, robbing the penny change drawer or whatever it is. Shoulder, yeah, she, yeah. she had shoulder pads. Yeah, she went worked at a fashion company. She became yeah. a fashion designer. Yeah. Yes. I, I very vaguely remember it, but Pulp Fiction was one of those movies that kind of like got me going on, hey, I, this is kind of weird and crazy and off the wall, and I want to check it out. Um, so that, those things interest me. So yeah, Pulp, Pulp Fiction is definitely the pick here. Plus, Chris, Christopher Walken talks about shoving a, a watch up someone's <laughs> ass, so it's awesome. Yeah. This, this god-awful hunk of metal. Up my ass. Yeah. Does he look like a bitch to you? So why are you trying? This, along with Office Space, are the two movies I have not seen on this list. I've never seen not seen Office Space. I know. This week, what happened? I. It was a long week, but um. Justin likes to make fun of the fact I don't like violent movies. I don't really like Tarantino. I think he goes a little too far for no reason. Um, That's why he's awesome. Don't tell Mom, the dead. I've seen it 
at least a dozen times. There's so many moments. There's the romance, then there's her being a working woman, taking care of her family, the comedy. It's just, there's so much about this movie. And my heart was broken last week. I read they're remaking it. And I was like, no, no they don't remake it. They haven't stopped. I heard The Princess Bride might be in a remake, no. and I did, I didn't ever see it. I would rather uh, not ever see that. I will take the original all day, every day. Indeed. All um, right. Pete, where are you falling on this one? I only remember one scene from uh, Don't Tell All the Things and that was them ski shooting with the plates. That was the line that Greg and I said, yeah. 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 They should have man. I'm googling about um, why just tell if I'm going to die. Um, Pulp Fiction is uh, a fantastic movie. I've watched it a, a thousand times. I definitely believe Pulp Fiction. Well, see, that's interesting to me. I've known Pete longer than anyone here, and I would never in a million years guess that you were into Pulp Fiction. That's awesome. It makes yeah. me makes well, me realize no. I chose correctly. Um, Mark, you going to go Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I'm Pulp Fiction. Mostly because I don't remember Don't Tell Mom and the Baby Sitter's Dead. Okay, that was my, that was my next question. I was wondering if you had an affinity for Pulp Fiction, which I couldn't possibly imagine. Pulp Fiction's an okay movie. It's definitely not my favorite Tarantino film. Like, uh, Kill Bill 1 and 2 are probably my favorite Tarantinos. <laughs> Kill, Kill Bill Volume Volume 2? Was it, honey, your first one? That was the second one. Kill, Kill Bill Volume 2 was our, was, oh, it was yeah. our first date. That was the date that you went on, right? Yeah, that was our first date. Yeah. I don't like... I don't like violent movies. Oh, cool, this date's over. Um, I'm also going I, I to... I settled on Pulp Fiction for a number of reasons. The, uh, the, the main reason is that it, I would want to watch that again and again and again, whereas I'm happy to watch Don't Tell the Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Every once in a while, I definitely want to check in on that and watch it again. Um, I don't want to watch it repeatedly. So, the, I'm going I'm going with Pulp Fiction. Alright. Pulp Fiction moves on. I think it's got a... Uh, five, five to two. two. Yep. Alright. Next one. We've got more comedy coming at you. We've got Happy Gilmore. Going up against the birdcage. So, I mean, let, let me preface this one. I have not seen the birdcage. And I know it's probably one of those ones that I should see, and it's probably hysterical. You would love so, what it. What is it? It's, uh, it's, it's Nathan Lane, right? Who, 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 Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin yeah Williams. It's, I would probably, I would probably enjoy I would probably Ryan. enjoy the hell out of it, but I've just never seen it. I keep intending to watch it and just never get around to it. Yeah, it has a like a gay plays a gay man that's so flaming that he can't even walk in shoes. <laughs> aren't they? Aren't they all extremely fabulous in that movie? Yeah. My yeah. Yeah. No, no, and they own a drag club, and okay. their son is marrying Callista Flockhart. Whose father is a senator, very right wing, and they have to hide the fact that they're gay and this lifestyle they live in in South Beach. So they pretend that um, Robin Williams is still married to his mother, Christine Brandt, and it's this whole farce. And yes, his area is amazing as the butler. It's just 
it's a great movie. It's very funny. Well, it's very well acted. You know how I feel about Robin Williams. One of the things that one of the things you have to keep in mind is that it's like a it's like a tale as old as time. You know how they they do like different versions of like a Star is Born and all those other all those other like you know uh, essentially uh, Broadway style shows. Birdcage has been done a million different ways from different troops and and a bunch of other things with the same story, different actors. Yeah, it's, it's based it's, on a French film, Yeah, it's it's a it's an iconic thing, and I mean, I think they did it justice big time. I've seen it in a number of different uh, productions, and that one is is obviously considering the cast one of the best. I've actually done done that show in uh, community theater. I saw so, you yeah. do I saw you do that show in community oh, theater. So which I was going to ask if you yeah. saw me doing. Yeah, uh, I was one of the which only people in What? Which role did you play? I I played a cafe owner. I, I had yeah. a small part. I think I did something else, but I, I wasn't any of the. Uh, I wasn't on the line or anything. Uh, but it was a really good production. Yeah, the awesome. um, my favorite production you did is when you had to kiss the dude, and that's when you met your wife. <laughs> Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I, uh, I'm gonna vote. I'm I'm actually ashamed of myself that I've never seen The Bird King. I was a theater minor in college. Oh, um, I did a bunch of shows. I was manager um actually fun fact went to um college with and stage managed Sonola Hampton but if you guys know who Sonola Hampton is she's in Shameless yep she plays V but um as much as I love theater and and because I hung out with the theater crowd you know the bulk of my friends were gay and um I've never seen it, and I'm embarrassed by that. But Happy Gilmore's my favorite Adam Sandler. I love them all, but it's my favorite Adam Sandler. Um, when he fights Bob Barker. Birdcage is a great movie, but Happy Gilmore takes this one. I love the, the, the fist fight with Bob Barker. Uh, you know, the bit part that Ben Stiller has is like the guy in the nursing home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, it's the best part, which is, like, my fingers hurt. Because it's all the best. The, 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 the... The, the, the... Shoot him, shoot him, shoot shoot him, shoot is, like, such a, such a great character in that. It, like, it seems to be easy to play that character, but it definitely isn't. Um, spent so much time at the beach. He's like David Hasselhoff. Um, plus Carl no, Weathers. Yo, when he throw when, they, when his hand goes out into the street and he goes, "It's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it." And then they pull like the full naked gun and like eight things drive over it, like. Solid. <laughs> Trying to raise all this money and trying to make this money to save his grandmother's house and stuff like that. Like, there's that whole backstory to it, also, besides Chubbs and besides Bob Barker. Well, he's a hockey player. He's right there. He's a hockey player on a golf course. When Justin has a golfer, I must imagine it must be horrifying for you because I know it was for my father the first time no. he saw it. He's like, this is an no. no. I, I can't watch it. Because happen. I. Like, it was too much. Like, I watched that movie. Brothers, bro. I watched that movie before I was a golfer, so I'm totally good with it. And I, and now there are PGA Tour players who, for fun, tee off like Happy Gilmore j- during tournaments just to make the crowd happy. It's fucking hilarious. Right. The um I I, uh, I love Happy Gilmore. 
but uh, I have to uh, I have to do uh, the birdcage. I have to, I, I have a feeling Happy Gilmore is going to end up taking this, but I have to give a vote to the birdcage just because of, of uh, like how amazing that cast is. Happy Gilmore is hysterical, but the birdcage oh, overall is a so much better like well made uh, movie and story. I'm sure that the Birdcage is a better film, like all quality aside, above Happy Gilmore. I never like one ever anyone to think that I would think that Happy Gilmore is high is like fine movies. Like it's not, but it's delightful and fantastic trash. Like in what you love it, and you know and. Jen, you mentioned it, like how he has that whole little backstory with the like the grandma and stuff like that. I really enjoy that Adam Sandler always has that one little like kind of feel good thread through most of his movies. You know, it, it was you know, it's not a hey, I'm trying to save grandma. It was you know I'm trying to you know I end up falling in love. And, yeah, like you know, it's there's always a one little thread of like. Of like goodness and happiness in there, but I I love I love Adam Sandler. I think he's I think he's hysterical. And Happy Gilmore might have been the funniest thing that I saw and was and was really formative to my to like my sense of humor and stuff like that. And Justin, how cool would it be to have a custom putter like that? Though it'd be like the fucking hockey stick putter. My two like, fa- yeah, my two favorite parts of that movie is when he turns around and goes, I hate that clown. And then when he, he goes, you're gonna miss that putt, jackass. Yes. <laughs> but die clown. Do you die clown, right? But it, like it's an official Odyssey putter and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah. I didn't notice that. Like it's an actual like real real brand like of uh. Gee, and you know Odyssey kicked like you know Odyssey kicked them like twenty five grand or something to throw Odyssey on that stupid fucking putter. Exactly. <laughs> All right, oh, right man. now I got it. I got a three-three right now. Did I miss somebody? Mark, did you officially put a vote in? I think you did. Happy Gilmore, right? I'm, yeah, I'm Happy Gilmore. I have not voted yet. Okay, that's great. Right, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it with this. I I remember in college I took a class called Understanding Other Cultures, and I wrote a paper on the birdcage. Um, learned the whole backstory of the birdcage. Um, wrote about like the significance of it within the heterosexual, the homosexual community. Like, had to write an entire paper about it, uh, and this is many, many years ago. Um, but I will say, Happy Gilmore is going to take it for me. Didn't you see Birdcage on Broadway? No, I saw Nick uh, Lane and Matthew Broderick in the front row for the producers. Oh, that's right. I've seen a version of it off. I've seen a version of it off Broadway, and I have to be honest, that was probably the worst one I saw. The one that Pete was in was better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, I, I, I'm not that upset. I, happy Gilmore moving forward, uh, four to three. I'm, I'm glad that Birdcage got some love, though. Yeah. All right. Well, Justin goes on a potty break. We'll introduce the next matchup of Independence Day going up against Forrest Jones. I mean, this is going to be another one that you feel like I'm a terrible person, but I don't care. I think this is going to be an Armageddon thing with Mark. I really do. This is going to be an Armageddon fucking thing with you. 
If you want to stay, if you want to stay married, if you want to stay married, you'll lie and say you like Office Space. Huh. I can say I you and we're still married. But anyway, um, Forrest Gump just like he's he's a part of history. He's he's in every place at every time. The fact he gets shot in the butt and he's eating the ice cream and then he becomes the table tennis champion and like his relationship with Jenny and. Angel often places son in the end, and I just like, oh, I've imagined that in the future. Like, there's like, no, no. What? 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 I mean, all the different ways you can eat. I got shot in the buttocks. And the funniest thing, and only one playing Tom Hanks' mother, and that, but only a couple years earlier, and love interest in Punchline. So I thought that, like, there was just so much going on in that movie. I gotta go. Is anyone gonna try to say that Independence Day is better than Forrest Gump? I'm not saying Independence Day is shit. Yes, I enjoy. Independence Marker, Day tremendously, Marker, and I would say it's, it's not a landslide. It's not a it's not a landslide for me, but I, but I'm I, I'm I'm a clear it's it's clear at least that Forrest Gump is a, a better film than Independence Day. Mark, hey, I, Lynch, Forrest, oh, Forrest, 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 Forrest. all right. I want to hear. I apologize. I, I was taking my potty break, and that's how you know that we're, we're parents now. Is that we potty rolled off the tongue like it didn't? You didn't have to fucking think about it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, Mark, what do you have beef with Forrest Gump? Do you think it's a shit movie? It's not a good movie. Plus, it's full Come of on, fucking racist stereotypes. I see a bit who cares. Oh, Mark, we're not going. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> but yeah, we're not going there. It's a fucking terrible movie. Your wife is like his relationship with Denny. Where's the fucking relationship? She uses him. Right. And then she gives him a sympathy fuck once, and then she's like, oh, I'm dying of cancer because I lived a terrible life. Here's your child. Ha, ha, ha. Actually, I think she died of AIDS. They didn't do it. But uh, I actually read something about that one. I think it was assumed. 
but it never like said yeah. what it was. She was like, "I'm sick." Jenny should have jumped. Yeah, I can I can agree with the fact that Jenny should have jumped. Like that's definitely a, definitely a thing that should have happened. Not you, Jenny. Not not you. The Jenny from Forrest Gump. That, that movie made me realize that I wasn't alive during that time because I feel like I would have been like her in a couple of respects and probably not like lived. Uh, hey, Jen, I think we're wearing the same shirt, Jen. We are. But you were wearing that yesterday, too. Well, oh, good point. I definitely was. His relationship with Bubba, his relationship with Dan, his relationship with his mom, his relationship with his son, they all... Listen, you are, you are failing to respect... You're failing to respect that Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum saved the fucking world. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Not that they, not that they went not that they went Jeff Goldblum. Dug up shrimp, or got their ass shot in Vietnam, or decided to fuck up Watergate and all that other kind of bullshit. They saved the entire fucking world. You know what? All right. And then they smoked a cigar and flipped off ET, and they are fucking heroes. You know what? And not to mention, Bill Pullman is the man that. I changed my mind. I just, I, I just changed my mind. I, I'm with Mark and Kevin. I, I'm sorry. They, they're, they're right. Yeah, I, 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 I literally just changed my mind. Flopper. They're totally, they're totally right. right. It's, it's, Randy Quaid is Randy Quaid is hysterical. Randy Quaid, crazy like, drunk yeah. You know what? Hysterical. Randy Quaid was still acting like he was crazy, <laughs> or at least pretending like he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's completely ridiculous. And you know, whoever the guy, and my, it might be my favorite line. Whoever the guy that plays, uh, who is it, Harvey? Uh, whatever that plays. That plays yeah. Jeff Goldblum's dad when they're when they're sitting around and they're praying in the bunker and the guy comes up. Yeah. I'm not sure. She goes, "Yeah, no one's perfect. Come here." <laughs> like, yeah. like that's just I just realized what what made what they made me realize what you guys made me realize is I would much rather turn on Independence Day than Forrest Gump right now. If I wanted to watch a movie, I would much rather watch Independence Day than Forrest Gump. Right now. You're, shut the fuck up! You're still you're still so wrong about that. Like you couldn't be you couldn't be more wrong about that particular one. Just be glad you brought me around for Independence Day. Hey Pete, you've been awfully quiet. First of all, yeah. 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 This is one of these these things where like I've seen like maybe once or twice. I've seen Independence Day like dozens of times. Even when I'm watching Independence Day, I'm like. This is a really shitty movie, but I'm enjoying it. And Forrest Gump, I don't don't really remember all that much about it. It's not a movie I would go back to. Does my vote even matter? Because honestly, I don't give a shit about either one of these movies enough to want to fight. Your vote is quite literally the deciding factor. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, I don't think Greg hasn't voted yet. Wait, I I think I know where Greg's voting. I apologize. I I pre-counted you, Greg. You should tell people. But I pre-counted you. I am going to vote for Forrest. Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. Yes. So now, now it matters, Pete. Justin uh-huh. never volunteer as a like an election official. Just please, <laughs> just promise me you'll never do that. I gotta be honest with you. I still feel like I'm more qualified than what's been happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that oh, also can't even argue with that. You're right. Oh, yeah, also another podcast. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Forrest. Oh. 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 
but I honestly don't care enough. <laughs> like about either, either one. Independence Day is fine. It, it's yes, it's a testosterone fuel. Let's kill some aliens. It's got a couple of lines. It's a fine movie. Forrest Gump. They tried to do something like across the decades and make this guy interesting and like I don't know. I think it's probably just a better movie, but. I, I somehow like assume it's not going to be Happy Gilmore, so I don't care enough. Um, I think you fucked up, and you're wrong. But um, this, yeah, go ahead, guy. All right, moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Fine, fine, everything's fine. Okay. Don't encourage me to drink spoiled wine. Listen to me. I don't want you to do anything like a normal person ever. Um, I think you should, ha I think you should, all right. As we enter the final quarter of the bracket here, we've got Men in Black going up against Toy Story. I know, I, I'm going to say, well, I yeah, we fucked up and we let some animated films on. We're going to let that slide though, because it happened and shit happens. So let's just vote on what's there. Because he hates Tom Hanks. <laughs> Fair. Men in Black is a fantastic movie. Toy Story is one of my more enjoyable um, animated films. I really do like that one. Um, I think the story is really good. I think it had a lot of memorable watch to it. I thought it was really entertaining to it. Men in Black, it was really entertaining too like I probably caught them I feel like they're occupy like a similar kind of stretch in my existence like I've probably saw a toy story when I was you know kind of aging out of animated films you know as a as a young person and Men in Black was probably one of those early movies that I like live action movies that I saw so I feel like they kind of occupy a very close distance in my in my brain but honestly I really like both these movies um, I like it because it's not, it's not Tom Hanks standing in front of the middle of the camera being like, look at me, I'm the, I'm going to pull this whole thing and I'm the, I'm the greatest part about the whole thing. I think it really is a good combo of him. And even though I think Tim Allen's comedy hasn't aged well, and I think like the, like the, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the one that last man standing is not funny really at all. But, uh. But I think Men in Black and Toy Story, like, I, I really enjoy both of those movies. So it, this one's actually kind of tough for me. It's easy for me. I don't think animated movies belong on this list. Yes, Toy Story, very heartwarming. But, I mean, Men in Black, again, about alien, you know, Will Smith with the alien, the summer blockbuster. Um, I didn't pick any Toy Story for the last one, but I'm definitely picking Men in Black for this one. I think his relationship with Tommy Lee Jones, the way they play off each other, is great. Um, Tony Shalhoub, he's the best part of the movie as, as one of the aliens. So, yeah, I watched it stings. <laughs> he's the road. He's yeah. And then, then you have who's the Roach guy? Who plays the Roach guy? I know that's Jen's favorite character. I can't with that guy. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Private Pile. Yeah. His the best. best it, he ever is to me. His best role outside of the worst version of Law and Order. <laughs> no, come on, Full Metal Jacket. The worst version of Law and Order. 
he I don't I don't love him. But um so I'm gonna agree with Steph in that Toy Story and being an animated movie doesn't belong on this list. We kinda screwed that up. Um there's definitely an animated black with I'm sure. Um but Men in Black, although a good movie. Um love Will Smith, love Tommy Lee Jones, but that wrote the roaches coming out of the it, it was so gross I couldn't get past it. And Toy Story is just such a good movie. It's funny. You got John Ratzenberger's voice anywhere is great. Um, and it and it tugs at the heartstrings and it's and it's a cartoon and I cry. It doesn't matter when. Like I just I cry. It's it's I watched it when I was younger. I watch it now that I have Ratzenberger's voice to watch another watch Toy Story. We all know that I would Men in Black. So I'm gonna go with Toy Story, even though cartoons don't belong on the list. <laughs> Continue, Mark. No, I mean, like, yes, John, John Ratzenberger is a national treasure, but his addition to a property does not mean it's good because Planes is fucking horseshit. Okay. We're not talking about that. I am countering your point that it's got Jan, John Ratzenberger, so it's good. It, no, uh, not good just because he provided a voice for something. difficult one for me because I really enjoy Men in Black a lot. Um, it was one of my favorite uh, favorite movies to watch and rewatch. But Toy Story, I don't know. I'm a sap. I it's fairly easy to make me cry at like things at things especially related to childhood and and a lot of other things. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for making me feel bad about myself. You're good at that. Um, oh, I, I'm with you. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Solidarity. Sorry, I'm used to being mocked. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, unlike the uh, the heartless Mark, I, I'm going to vote Toy Story. Um, also, it makes my my wife upset that there's animated films on here, and that's a bonus. <laughs> that's a battling. That's a battling. I am also going to go Toy Story because I will say. If I try to push any movies onto my kids, um, in terms of you want to watch things that you don't like, but some, some stuff that's on television for kids is horrible. Some movies are horrible. Um, I push both Toy Story One and Toy Story Three, which I think is even better than Toy Story One. And I know that's weird to say. Um, I think Toy Story Three was wonderful, but uh, we're talking Toy Story One, which was also a great movie, and I'm voting for it. The one where Jesse's introduced. What's that, that you, were, you were low. Oh, I story is where at the end of the film, like, they're all staring into, the, like, a furnace and they think they're all going to die, but then they don't. I don't remember that one. I think I missed that one. I don't know. Awesome. What's the vote say, Justin? Three to one, Toy Story. All right. Pete, what are you thinking, man? I'm really torn about this because I'm having an internal monologue, and like almost everything I say about one movie, I can say about the other. Like, 
there's great chemistry. The relationship between Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith is awesome. It's fantastic in that movie. But the relationship between Woody and Buzz is really just as good. It's of a different kind of quality. It's more geared towards kids. I kind of want to say, like, I, I really love, like, all the creative ways, like, they use toy stuff in order to accomplish things in the movie. But there's, like, piles upon piles of creative crap in Men in Black, which is, you know, it's just a blank canvas when you're talking about all these aliens. And, like, I'm, honestly, I'm literally deadlocked on this one. Why did Little Susie deserve to die? What? <laughs> Why did Little Susie deserve to die? Um, one thing I want to point out, though, Pete, you say it's for these, these, I have such respect for both of these movies. I don't want to make do what I normally do and pick something dumb as a justification for choosing one over the other. So, like, someone convinced me that one of these movies is better than the other. Because I, I'm kind of I want to. I want to take a shot. At you don't that. need to advance Toy Story yet, Justin. I, I want to take a shot at that because the. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say this: Men in Black is geared towards, I would say, adults. Obviously, you know, some older, quote-unquote, kids, maybe you're 14 or 15, you could definitely watch that. You can watch Toy Story with the whole family, and I genuinely believe that Toy Story, while kids really enjoy it, is actually more geared towards adults. Because the impact that it, that it has on you is when you have frame of reference and when you have the, the, the passing of time to look back on those emotions and those feelings. And that's why I think it's more impactful for adults than children. That's not so much the first movie. That's that's like the second, the third movie. I, I haven't seen the fourth. It's, but no, it's still though. The, the toys still wind up in a box at some point. Like yeah. it's 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 more uh, realistic. <laughs> Talking toys is more realistic than the uh, aliens, but, right? <laughs> you know what? You actually just convinced me. There there is a lot more depth of emotion in terms of what they're doing and using to- toys allegories for various different things. Up to and including yeah, but this is the first movie. movie. Woody doesn't get put in a box in the first movie. He no, just but, gets, like, to the side. Well, yeah, but it's still the same emotion. That's enough. Yeah, that is. That's enough. Yeah, well, I, 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 the second movie where Woody's arm rips and he gets put up on the shelf. That's where it's like, oh, shit. I'm going to die. It's the arch I don't know. You've got, you've got a lot of weird depth with um, Buzz, like, coming to grips that he's not, like, really a, a, a fucking space man. Like, right. <laughs> and, and what to do with his life when he realizes that he isn't. But, uh, you know, and I'm going to go for Toy Story. He wasn't, like, the most important toy anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of realizations. Like, all of a sudden, like, takes over as the new favorite toy. A lot of real feels. Yeah, um, Kev, I'm sorry, Kev, I didn't mean to put Toy Story forward, like, through the bracket. I didn't mean to hit that. That was a... That's okay, I know you're lying. No, I'm not lying, that was a fat finger. That's okay. Uh, I vote Men in Black. Um, I appreciate all the, the arguments that everyone has made for Toy Story, and I think I'm... I, as I've been thinking about it, I kind of... I missed the part, I missed the point, I was too old when Toy Story came out to really identify with the kid in there, or have any perspective to understand the kid's role as the in Toy Story. And I wasn't old enough to really have a different view and have that length, that, that have the more perspective on it like you do as an adult watching the film. So, Toy Story kind of fell into the no man's land for me, and I didn't really didn't really stick with me. 
Men in Black, I really did enjoy that, and I really liked all the animated aliens, and I liked the different lines in it, and I thought it was, I thought it was really creative um, thing. And listen, and growing up on Long Island and spending plenty of time going into New York City and seeing all the weird people and just starting to imagine how many of them were aliens was always entertaining to me. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Men in Black on that one. Who didn't vote? I got I got four to two for Toy Story, but I'd love to hear someone uh, give another vote to Men in Black because it's awesome. I'm giving another vote to Men in Black because we're talking about the first Toy Story, not the second or third. The second has Kelsey Grammer, and the third is an existential life crisis. So, so are you trying to say that you would you would have voted for Toy Story if it was the second or the third, or are you trying to say yeah. that none of? Okay, cool. I wasn't sure because you didn't make a really compelling point with either of the two follow-ups that you made. <laughs> I think Toy Story 3 was a 90s film, but I think Toy Story 3 was an office film. So right. we have a, a, a 4 to 3 for Toy Story there. I'm actually surprised. Toy Story advances on. Our next matchup, we've got Silence of the Lambs going up against American Beauty. So, okay, hold on. I want to start... I need to start this off because I have a very Justin, interesting... you want to start on this one? Yeah, I, need, I have a very interesting take on this. I don't have a choice yet. But I will say this. I think that between these two movies, that the Silence of the Lambs is the happier of the two movies. I think that... <laughs> I think that you have... Okay. I think you have people in the Silence of the Lambs that are very happy. Like Buffalo Bill. He likes wearing people's faces and shit. He gets to do that. He's super happy. You have a dude who like you have um, He's the skin suit guy. Yeah. So you then you, he has he's actually the person they're chasing the whole time. He's the one that they're trying to find. You know, you have um uh, what's his face? What's the actor's name, Steph? The most important actor in the whole movie. I never remember his fucking name. Anthony Hopkins. Thank Sir you. Anthony Hopkins. Yes, him. He likes to eat people. He got to do that. He gets to terrorize Clar Clarissa the whole fucking time. He's, whatever. He's so into it. I've definitely had too many drinks because I know that. I've watched this movie a thousand times. So. The Silence, the Silence of the Lambs is a happier movie than American Beauty. There are zero people that are actually happy in American Beauty. Zero people. Peter Gallagher. Well, yeah, well, yeah, kind of, I guess. But and it, the and the teenage girl with the roses. No, she's not really happy oh, she's though. Not happy. No. no. She's not happy. No. She's not even happy. No. She's self-deprecating. We're American Beauty is way sadder. It made me well. I watched that on the bus. Pete was asleep, I'm sure, but we were on the bus going to a fencing tournament. And I watched yeah. that movie. I watched that movie for the first time, and I honestly felt like the world was going to end when it when it stopped. I'm like, we're all gonna die. No one's ever gonna be happy. We all have a shallow existence. None of this means anything. It felt terrible. Um, they're both excellent, excellent movies. I can't pick one, but I thought it was funny that The Silence of the Lambs is definitely happier. <laughs> I love both movies. I love American Beauty. I know I'm not allowed to say this. Um, I still love Kevin Spacey. God forgive me, but I love him. And uh, American Beauty was so 
twisted and sick and demented and effed. Um, Silence of the Lambs is also those things, but I kind of agree with Justin in almost a happier way. Like, okay, I can I can get a cannibalistic serial killer. I, I can get that. Like, I get it. I get the guy wants to wear a skin suit and but you, like put the lotion in the basket. And Jodie Foster is always I've always been a fan of Jodie Foster. I think Silence of the Lambs is one of the more well put together uh, psychological thrillers that I've seen. Um, American Beauty, great movie, but totally not as good as Silence of the Lambs. So I'm going Silence of the Lambs. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. So creepy. I'm voting for Silence of the Lambs too. You're right. American Beauty is like an existential uh, dead crisis wrapped up in two hours. Um, That doesn't mean it's the worst movie, but I I would rather watch Silence of the Lambs again before I watch American Beauty. I agree with Pete. Wow. So... I've never seen American Beauty, so I have to vote for Silence of the Lambs. So I'm kind of on the opposite end there of Mark. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Silence of the Lambs all the way through or in one sitting. It's one of those ones, like, I know I should see it. I know it's a great film, but I just haven't seen it. I get all the cultural references at this point, like the ones that they all, you know, repeat over and over, but I never really watched it straight through. American Beauty is really weird, and I, I think I caught it once in college, but, you know, um, yeah, I, there was a there was a, t- a time in my life where I was unemployed and very depressed for a while, and I caught American Beauty in that oh, time God. Like, and I really, the, the feeling of just fuck everything that Kevin Spacey's character has at that point where he's just like, I don't care about anything. I, I don't want any responsibility. I just want, like, nothing. I really identified with at that moment. And so I thought it was a really interesting movie. Um, it's really weird. I, I thought American Beauty was pretty good, and I thought the, you know, the side story with the like the, the storyline, the B storyline of this of the daughter and the, the neighbor was was okay, but not great. I thought it got it was easy picking for people to make fun of during the time, and I get that. Well, the bag, you know, like the, the, the bag, bag the bag in the wind was definitely got made fun of incessantly. You know, you know, because you tried to you tried to make fun of the arts the artsy neighbor kid, and uh-huh. it, it didn't really work out all that well. But. uh yeah, I'm going with American Beauty over Silence of the Lambs simply because I've seen it a couple times and at one point in my life it did resonate with me a lot. So I just learned what one of the Family Guy references was that I never got before. So thanks. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, it's Buddy Christ. <laughs> um, Greg, what are, you, what are you thinking? Um, I watched Silence of the Lambs. Uh, it, it, it affected me. Uh, at the top, in terms of it, like scared me at the moment, but um, I've seen it on since then, and I haven't really went to watch it again. Um, not a huge impact on me, so I'm not voting for Silence of the Lambs. Doctor Lecter, Doctor Lecter, Doctor Lecter, Doctor Lecter. 
I like that Jen is giving us the extreme close up while she's giving us this. So it works really good. <laughs> yeah. That was like Silence of Lambs meets Blair Witch. Um, I, uh, I know I didn't vote. I think I have it four to two for Silence of the Lambs right now. Is that correct? Um, I'm Silence of the Lambs, so. Yeah, yeah, then four to two. So, I'm. Greg and I are the only ones that went on American Beauty, right? Yeah. I'm going to throw it for American Beauty as well. I I, honestly, I I can't pick between the two. It's really very, very arbitrary I'm doing that just because, you know, it makes no. My my vote doesn't make a difference. I'd rather make it closer. I think they're both phenomenal films. Um, I could watch both of them right now. You know what's the weird thing about uh, the TV show, Mark? The actor that played Buffalo Bill and Silas Lambs is like the police captain, and it's also Squeaks, isn't it, from baseball? I really? never, I never put all that together. But okay. Not either. You're welcome. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Mark making connections. Mark, is that your lambic you're drinking? No, it's the uh, the cherry mead. Oh, I was wondering what the hell you were drinking out of that seltzer bottle. I knew it wasn't seltzer. Yeah, no. No, we're not seltzer. All right. Our next matchup, we have, in my opinion, the best sequel to ever be a sequel. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Going up back. As far as uh, of a sequel, yeah. I think D2 is like a better standalone separate movie than, than that. Yeah, we'll we'll have a we'll, we'll have a whole sequel bracket at some point. I may even be working on that for next week. Spoiler alert. Um, there you go. I I have extremely strong feelings about this. I going up against Son and Son in Law. Son in Law. Yeah. There's no reason to have strong feelings about this, Justin. You're yeah. wrong. D two Judgment Day is an amazing movie, standalone, all on its own. Doesn't even need Terminator to be an amazing film all by itself. It's great. It's got a thousand good things in it. Son-in-law is Polly Shore being trash. So it's still not better. No, it, no, it is not better than Polly Shore being the RA. No, sorry. No, no son-in-law. No, all day long, son-in-law. I would watch son-in-law all day. I laugh hysterically every time I see it. It is absolutely one of my favorite. So movies. here are my strong opinions. Here are my strong opinions. Both of these movies should be should have been stopped before they were made. Um. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I, I don't like either one of these movies. That being said, I fucking hate Paulie Shore. I hate him. I, I shouldn't say that. I hate him in movies. I like him. I've heard him in interviews. His his mother is like the the fucking queen of stand up comedy all over the world. Like he's cool. Him in movies suck all the dicks. Fucking Biodome can eat a dick. Son-in-law can eat a dick. All of them. His whole shtick where he makes that fucking sound crawls up my... Oh, crawls up my spine. I can't handle it. I hate every second of it. I can't deal with it. Terminator 2, I... I, at this point, I hate it almost for comedy purposes. I should probably watch it again, and I, I, I may even enjoy it. I have to vote Terminator 2 because of my violent hate for the character that Paulie Shore plays. It's a hard time with that, Justin. Wow. 
right? Steph, I swear to God, Steph, I swear to fucking God, if, if Steph votes for votes for son in law, we're gonna have a fight. You guys were just talking over each other there. Yeah, what'd you, what'd you say, Mark? Mark, go. Yes. I said, uh, you know, saying the character Paul Shore is playing is kind of stretched because every Paul Shore character is the same character, which is just Paul Shore. Yeah. <laughs> True. Which is awesome. Mark, wow. you, no, thank no, God. Not. Thank God. Thank Jesus. I can take you. It's, it's they're bad, and you can if you just had said, "Hey, I know they're terrible, but I enjoy them because they have a sentimental value to me, and I think they're enjoyable." I would totally get that, but they're not good in any way. They're really dumb. That was one movie. Encino Man is only played by Brendan Fraser. Encino Man still sucks. Um, Steph, please, oh please God. don't tell me, please don't tell me you're gonna vote for Son of Law. In the army now is the one that. What what Kevin said is exactly how I feel. I know that every Polly Shore movie is bad, but I greatly enjoy them because <laughs> um, but I love the Terminator series. I like all the movies. I actually just saw Genesis for the first time a couple weeks ago. I thought that was great. Um I I like the original Terminator a little better than T2 because I love Michael Bain. Um, but um, T2 is a great one. Robert Patrick. Love Robert Patrick. This scared the hell out of me. The fact that he could just turn to anything and he just kept going. Um, as much as I really like Son-in-Law, I think that might be my favorite Pauly Shore movie. Um, it is terrible. And I have been going all along with like what's more enjoyable. And as much as I enjoy cinema, I think T2 is a little bit more enjoyable. Hey, Pete, that's oh, a sweet ass you got going on over there. What do you think? I, here's the thing. I like both of these movies. Um, but honestly, I, I, I don't know how I can pick Son-in-Law over Terminator 2. Um, I don't know that I have anything more profound to say than that. The the the, the guy, the, the actor who played the kid in Terminator Two, really kind of annoyed me. But everything else, I mean, yeah. uh, yeah. I, I actually, yeah. I, I actually do like Paulie Shore movies, or I, I used to. I haven't seen one in I don't know how long. Um, and I, I do like uh, I do like the the character he plays in every movie since it's the same. Um, <laughs> This is like closer than it probably should be, but I yeah. am <laughs> Okay. Hey, Greg, what do you got? I'm with the votes on right now. I believe that it is four to one, son in law. Oh, sorry, four to one, Terminator 2. <laughs> sorry. Brain aneurysm. Uh, I'm almost embarrassed to say that I'm like torn between these. Don't be embarrassed. You, you no should God. be. No, no, oh, yeah. he should be. Shut up. He should be. Well, because what it comes down to, this is the right thing, right? Like, what it comes down to. You gotta get on the couch and work this one out, Greg. My vote doesn't matter, but I'm gonna at least say that Son-in-Law is an excellent movie. Um, it's horribly excellent. 
and I mean it without purpose when I say that. It's no. completely horrible. No. But his character and the relationship between him going to that farm, farm and meeting with that family and staying with that boy okay. and like the, the boyfriend of the girl, like the relationship between him and that guy. Like it is so good, but like T2 kicks Oh yes, so obviously, good. Greg, I know exactly what you're talking about. what the fuck Pete is doing right now. He's fucking with a lamp. He's like, he's got his ass bent over and showed it to the camera. What the fuck are you doing? I'm investigating strange noises coming from the infrastructure of my house that are sufficiently loud as to cause me immediate concern. You know what it is. You know there are animals living in your wall. We've been through this before. You've been in your home for two... You've been in your home for two years. It's, it's time for the animals to show up. It's 2020. Anything goes. Anything goes. Can I just say, since this is public, fuck 2020. Like, fuck it. Word up. Word up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not murder voted life. This is a disaster. I think that it's six. I think that Jen is the only one that voted for. Uh, son-in-law. I think that's what happened. I don't know for sure. I- I'm working with yeah. hang- I'm working with hanging chads right now. Someone help me. <laughs> well, I, I definitely voted for son-in-law. I respected son-in-law, but I voted for T two because it is a kick-ass movie. Yeah, I'm voting T two also. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, Wendy. I I I was really torn. What's exciting for me is this next group of movies, I don't give a shit. Word. All right. Names. So the next pair we have is Ace Ventura, Pest Detective, going up against Home Alone. Alright, let's so. stop. Oh. Home Alone's great. But Ace Ventura brought Dan Marino, my boy, into the movie. That alone makes him win, so Dan Marino for the win. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Um, I, I can't... I love Jim Carrey, but I couldn't get through Dumb and Dumber. And Ace Ventura, I saw, like, in pieces, but the whole thing. Um, I, Home Alone is great, but then I, like, think about, like, do I want to watch it in June? You know, like, is it just a Christmas movie? Um, this is a tough one for me, because I really don't like Ace Ventura. Um, I, have go on, I have to go home. Home alone, no matter what. You've got to vote for the Don Hughes movie, Jen. Come on. Home alone, no matter what. Despite me loving Chris Cole, uh, look, Enjoying Chris Columbus and his movies, I hate Home Alone. I hate it. 
I hate it with the fire and passion of a thousand burning suns. Wow. And why is that? What is my name? What is my name, Jen? Yeah, well. What's my name? <laughs> what year? This came out in 1990, all right? Which is what? Which puts me in, like, first grade, second grade. Yeah. I had to hear all this um, shit my entire fucking well, I, I feel you, because when That's Jerry Maguire came out. I'm Sue my whole childhood. When Jerry Maguire came out, I was known in high school as Jenny Maguire, and Jerry Maguire came out, and all I got was quotes thrown at me, and I, I've still never seen the movie because of it. Like I just, so I get you. Yeah, but I how? But it. how are you? But how are you aware of the Quan without that? Show me the money. I was just gonna say, should I just like scream, show me the money in your face the next time I see you in person? Yeah, like I, like, you do. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Well, that's listen, <laughs> listen. No one, no one. Yeah, listen, yeah. no one, no one can fuck with this. My last name's Hanson, spelled E N, and the fucking band Hanson with O N. Every asshole that went, yeah, umbop to me, yeah, yeah. Every single to this to this day, every person that's ever ever done that to me should die, die in a fire. <laughs> Justin, Justin, in my professional life, I still have to deal with fucking grocery managers that go, that go, come on, come on. Yeah, no, every, it's true. Every fucking day. No, I agree. I, I understand. Right. I can, I, I can understand it. I, I, I get it. Home alone, Home alone can die in a fire. Don't wow. care. He's been tore up. Way yeah. more funny. Enjoy it. Way more. Mark, do you give a fuck um, about either one of these movies? I mean, I I haven't been able to make it through Ace Ventura in all honesty, so I'm gonna move home alone. Okay, so that's a that's a that's a no. He doesn't give a fuck, but I get it. I get it. Turd burger, turd burger and shit sandwich for Mark. I'm trainer of dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. When he is up on the belly, going. Okay, see, that's funny. That was a good crowd. Pete, did you vote? Did you vote? I didn't. I think. I think Home Alone is probably a better movie, but I like Ace Ventura so much more than I like Home Alone. Um, I'm just gonna vote for Ace Ventura. From like my angle on this is this: I, Home Alone's an extremely good movie. It's very funny. A sentimental value makes me want to vote for Home Alone because my grandmother was probably one of the sweetest people on the face of the earth. I know everyone's everyone probably loves their grandmother. I'm sure some of them were, were terrible people and you didn't like them, but for the most part, people kind of like their grandmothers. I loved my grandmother, and she was a sweet lady. But man, she loved when people fucking got hurt. She loved that shit in movies. Like, she laughed so hard when people hurt themselves. And watching her laugh at this movie, my grandmother quite literally pissed herself while watching Home Alone. Not as a super old lady, either. Like, just as a woman who had children laughing laughing super hard. Yeah. She couldn't stop laughing. When when they got burned by the irons, she yeah. lost her mind. And I couldn't, like, the tears were streaming down our whole family's face watching her laugh. I can't even remember the movie after that. But I don't like Jim Carrey in these roles, and I don't like over-the-top comedies. But Ace Ventura was the first one of the bunch, so when I watched it, it was extremely funny. Ace Ventura 2 is not funny. 
It sucks. Um, because oh. the, because it's the same fucking thing that happened before. That's my problem with it. Is it's like, oh, like cool. We're gonna... What's that, Mark? Like every Mike Myers movie. I'm with you. I dig you. I, I understand how you feel about Mike Myers for that reason. But because it's Justin, the first one. Ass call to the, to the entire jungle is hysterical. No, no. There are parts. I don't parts... care what you said. Yes. There are parts of it that are... I know are... it's the same joke, and I know it's a ripple. I don't care if it's full hysterical. The parts, parts of it are funny, but the first Ace Ventura was sort of groundbreaking the same way that Wayne's World was ground. The first Wayne's World was groundbreaking. Wayne's World 2 was like a kind of a free pass on nostalgia, and everything Michael Myers did after that was garbage. Um, so I am 100% going to vote for Ace Ventura. Austin Powers was funny. Austin Powers was great. Austin OG, yeah, funny. again, all the number ones... Wayne's World and then Austin Powers, you realize that 70% of the jokes are exactly the same. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think Austin Powers was funny. I think it's funnier than the sequel, than, than uh, Wayne's World 2. I think he does, I think, I thought Austin Powers was really entertaining. The, the, the one you mentioned, the, the what, what's the one you mentioned, mentioned where he's like a fucking, uh, like a love, uh, dude? The, the oh, Love Guru, yeah. That was... Hot garbage. I only watched about yeah. ten minutes of the movie because it was free, and I still turned it off. To me, I feel like that was and, uh, and like Adam Sandler. That was the or uh, Ben Stiller who did the "Don't Feel the Fear the Zohan" or whatever. Oh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, I feel like that was like that same thing. It was like yeah, just 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 don't just don't pretend that one doesn't. Exist. That that was like the that that was the that was the Zoolander ripoff. That was like the Zoolander on steroids. Yeah. I don't know. Right now we're at four to two uh, for Ace Ventura. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure who hasn't uh, weighed in. I did not vote. Um, my vote doesn't matter. Uh, the Home Alone is better written, better directed, better acted. Um, but I don't know Ace Ventura. It's just again going with much more enjoyable. I'd probably rather watch Ace Ventura again than watch Home Alone again right now. So. Uh, Oh, you are surprising me left and right tonight. That's what I, I honestly, Jen, we're on the same page there because I thought there was zero percent chance, zero percent chance. I thought that my wife was going to vote for uh, Ace Ventura there. Clearly, we clearly I don't know her at all. Right. All right. Oh. Getting close to the end here. We get the filthy animal. <laughs> I'll give all right. Seconds. We've got American Pie going up against There's Something About Mary. This may be the most um, similarly matched uh, that we've had, I think, ever. Genre-wise? Yeah, like genre and like, I, I just feel like they're both a different version of the same movie in, in terms of the, the comedy, the acting, the slapstick, the silliness. Um, this is a tough one because they're, be. they're both great movies. Um, there's some acting in American Pie that I'm like meh. There's some acting. There's something about Mary that I'm like meh. But they're both really funny, funny movies, and they're they're kind of twisted in their own way. So I'm having a hard time with this because I feel like either one I would leave on. If it came on, but I don't, I don't know. I think I want to hear some more opinions before I, uh, before I make a decision. 
I, I, I saw something about Mary in the movie theater. I didn't particularly care for it, and I don't think I've ever seen it again, nor have I had any desire to. American Pie I've seen a few times. It's decent. It's funny. Like, this is another matchup that, like, I have, like, no, like, great feeling towards either one of these movies. But I do think that I enjoyed American Pie more than there's something about Mary. So I'm voting for American Pie. I, I'm actually going to go the reverse. American Pie was really funny, but it was kind of, this is going to sound really, really dumb. I understand this. It was more sophomoric than Something About Mary. Something About Mary, like, there's, I'm terrible with actors' names or even character names. But there's the dude that keeps fucking injuring himself over and over and over again. And I found, yeah, and I found that dude absolutely hysterical. Um, the, the leathered up old lady is really funny and her stupid ass dog. There, I, by, by a very close margin, I'm going to vote for there's something about Mary. It has nothing to do with the stupid scene where someone has jizz in their hair. So my favorite scene in something about Mary is probably when he zips his nuts over his dick. <laughs> How'd you get the beans? I'm having a friend. Keep it. If it comes in. How'd you get the beans? I'm having a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know, like, this came out about the same time, um, something about Mary came out in 98, uh, 99 was American Pie. Um, I feel like, even when I, I feel like I initially, I saw probably both these movies in the theater at some point. Um, but I feel like even initially when I saw American Pie, I knew it was like, not great. Like, it was just kind of like, wow, they found this, they, they're just using the, the teen formula. So I feel like it had already been done at that point. Something about Mary was pretty entertaining, but yeah, I, you're right. They're very, like, similar level tier movies, if you will. Like, the comedy is the same. The quality, the quality of comedy is, is the same type of a, you know. But this one time at Bandcamp, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, how... Listen, and Stippler's mom. You know, he discounts Stippler's mom. That's true. It did. Uh, it did introduce me to and much of much of the world to, to the uh, to the term milf. You know? Sure. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's this is tough. I think they're both. I kind of feel like they're equally funny. So I'm trying to think of, like, which one might have been more formative on me or which one I saw more. Um, you know, but I think I'm going to stick with something about Mary because I might actually want to watch that again, whereas I have no desire to watch American Pie again. So I'm going to go with uh, something about Mary. I have to be honest, I have no clue what my wife is going to pick on this. So what are you, what are you picking, Steph? Um, I did not care for there's something about Mary at all. I I didn't care for the lowbrow humor and the jokes. Um, American Pie, eh, take it or leave it, but I mean, Alison Hannigan sticking the food up her hoo-ha, that yeah. I, I can tell if I'm watching that again for the something about Mary. So, so, so wait a second. So wait a second. The base humor of uh, something about Mary was too much. But the flute and the hoo-ha, well, that, that's what got you. That's no, 
it, her delivery just. All right. That, that's that's a, what puts it over the edge. That's good with me. All right, I made a decision. I made a decision. Okay. I'm going to go with There's Something About Mary because I love Matt Dillon and I actually saw him at a Met game. I have a photo. A photo, it did happen. Um, Matt Dillon, I love. And Chris Elliott, as, when he's breaking out and all the hives and the pit, like he, he's gross. Um, Brent Favre, with Cameron, you know, like Cameron Diaz's uh, love interest before Ben Stiller. Um, I'm going to go with There's Something About Mary. I would rather watch it again. Greg. I would only watch two movies. If I, if I were scrolling through the channels and either of these movies were on, it, they would both be movies that I would stop at. I would definitely watch both of them. Um, just for their own... Like, there are movies that you could easily just have as background movies and not have to completely pay attention to them. You've seen them, I've seen them both probably uh, five times or something like that. So, I, I, I gotta go with American Pie, though. So, where are we stand, Justin? I... Things are falling. Um... I'm pretty sure it's three to two. Something there's something about Mary. Yeah, my vote is also for American Pie. So. Who's last? I just don't think that something about Mary is very funny. That I, that doesn't surprise me. I don't mean that in a shitty way. I I I I had figured that. Um. I think I missed someone. So let's just. How many people voted for uh, American Pie? That's four. Four for American Pie. All right. Listen, I'm not. I'm not going to argue or complain about that one so much. No. Like I, they really are uh, pretty equal. Like my, my the most vote. similar backup we've had. I feel like. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to agree with you. Guys. And, it's the same movie. Just. And, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that, I don't think either one of them stands a chance in the next round anyway. So, agreed. Yeah, because I think either of these would beat up them, but there is one of these that stands above the other for me pretty clearly. Wow, we have fun. Brotherhood Men in Tights going up against Clueless. This, oh yeah, this is the one. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 these are both really good movies. Uh, I'm not Every sure. Our village gets burned down. Leave us alone, Mel Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see another movie. As far as Mel Brooks movies go, I, this is not his best, and I don't know that it's aged the best, but it's still really fun, and it's it's still really good. And, but Clueless is also iconic in its own way. Whatever. Uh, seriously, and I I don't know. I gotta I gotta hear people talk about this one because these are exactly what they're loving it. Does anyone have a drink of um, Travis Scott? Did you say that was the best movie or his best movie? What? Well, wait, what did you say? I said, look, Men in Tights is far superior to Dracula Dead and Loving It. I actually like Dracula Dead and Loving It. I think they're pretty close, but I, I would say no. yes to you, but they're pretty close. No, they're not close. They're not close. No. Listen, Leslie, even though Leslie no. Nielsen is hysterical and that they brought him in for Dracula Dead and Loving It, it is so far tears below 
everything else that Mel Brooks has done that it makes no it makes no sense. The only great mem- only thing I loved about Dracula Dead and Loving It is a she just ate he just ate yeah right when the blood is just spurting everywhere like it's absurd. And the fact that like I love Mel Brooks and Mel Brooks is like a huge family thing for me. And that was the only Mel Brooks movie that came out in the theater that I got to see with my aunt. And a couple of you guys have met yeah. in the past. And, like, that was the only one that I ever got to share with her in the theater. So that was special in that sense. But, like, other than that, like, the movie's not that good. And is collection. Yeah. Mel, uh, yeah, he includes other, other things that I had never even heard of before in the collection above that. Anyway, Men in Tights is hysterical. Carrie always is hysterical in the movie. You, uh, um, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is great in it. There are so many funny movies, funny people in that movie. It is all so, so good. And the fact and how smartly they break the, the fourth wall every time they do it is so good. Yeah, but I, I, I love that. I love Men in Tights so much. Is so much superior. Clueless is really funny. Is really funny. Donald Faison does a great job in there, and Alicia Silverstone is gorgeous and hysterical in that movie, and it's really okay. entertaining. Yeah, don't forget Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd right. looks exactly the same as he does now because he's, he's a fucking magician. He's a he's a magician. You know, I, I Paul Rudd's great, but Men in Tights is so funny. Every line of that movie, it's funny. Every single line. All right. I, the Kellys have to go next. Okay, so I feel that every single line of Clueless is hilarious. Okay. When Travis, I'm, listen, I'm Clueless. I'm Clueless all day, every day. I literally, that, that might be the movie I leave on. Listen to me. When Travis Birkenstock, when he says, oh, in the most tardies, you know, Travis Birkenstock. And he says, oh, he goes up and he says, this is so unexpected. I uh, I didn't even have a speech prepared. Uh, but I would like to say this. Tardiness is not something you can do all on your own. Many, many people contributed to my tardiness. Uh, I'd like to thank my parents for never giving me a ride to school. The L.A. City bus driver for taking a chance on an unknown kid. And uh, last but not least, the wonderful crew McDonald's for spending hours making those egg McMuffins. Without which, I may never be tardy. I made a suicide attempts. Wait till next period. He's like, no more suicide attempts. <laughs> okay, so I know, I know, I know. Both the Kellys are going clueless. Do you, do you want to pontificate oh. more, Greg? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not embarrassed to say that I probably saw Clueless in the movie theater four times. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe six. Um. I uh, I love Alicia Silverstone. Jenny knows I would leave her in a second if Alicia Silverstone even looked at me. And I would let him. Um, like I've had a thing for Alicia for my entire life. Um, even before Clueless, and then Clueless came out, and Clueless just fed my well, Alicia Silverstone. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's a short plan skirt that did it, wasn't it? Didn't have it was all the storm plans, guys. And the eyes and thigh highs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, oh, Daddy, this was just the start of negotiations. This isn't my real report card. This isn't a jumping off point. This is a jumping off point. I couldn't be more pro
Alicia. 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 She's going oh, to the line. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's chronically. Yeah. Oh, that's Tracy, o- Tracy Ullman is only in one of these movies. All right. That's right. All right. You changed your name to Latrine? Yeah. That's right. It used to be shit ass. All right, you know what's funny? I don't think <laughs> Steph. We've actually very big. We've we've heard some impassionate pleas. But what's funny is I don't think Steph gives a shit about either one of these movies. You're not Steph. Instead of Alicia Silverstone going up against Carrie Ellis, can I just vote for The Crush, which they're both in? Yes. Love it. Yes. Now me and Steph are best friends. <laughs> is, is, that, is that what made you fall in love with her, Greg? A hundred percent. I love them. hundred percent. I love them both. Crush was the one we for. I love them both. I, I wanted to name I wanted to name Addie Darian and he was like absolutely not. I'm like, but but Alicia Silverstone, he wouldn't say. <laughs> Listen, so, I might create weird feelings having a yeah. Maybe. I think we get through it that we get through a lot. <laughs> That's why we couldn't do it. That's why we couldn't do it, Kevin. You see it. You yeah, see yeah, it. yeah, Kevin. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. I've seen Clueless many times. I do enjoy it. Uh, definitely more than Robin Hood, Men and Tights, so I'll pick Clueless. Thank you. All right. We are currently three to one Clueless. Yo, Mark, I know where you're at. I know. So here's the thing, Pete. Pete, yo, Pete, Pete, homie. You've been super important tonight. No, 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 wait, Pete. Respects musical theater the way that you love it. Pete, hold Uh, on, Pete. Pete, you and both Pete, you and both both you and I have not voted yet. It is currently three to two, clueless over Robin and Benetites. I do not know what I'm voting for. Mel Brooks being the traveling rabbi, doing circumcisions. The ladies love it. I'll take two. I'll take two. Awesome. Pete, man, I don't know what we're going to do, dude. What are we doing? I, I, I'm, not th- I'm not voting yet. I'm just talking out loud. Let's just play some Ultimately, if I were to just, like, pick, which one of these two movies do I want to watch right now? I think, hands down, it would be Robin Hood and Tice because I enjoyed the movie. I, but I have a serious problem with the notion that Clueless is not going to make it to the second round. Whereas in first round, I don't know why. But like, I, I feel like Clueless is probably a better constructed movie. But I would, I would rather... My plastic surgeon says I can't be involved in any activities that has balls near my face. Here goes your social life. I'm on the west side. I'm on the east side. side. I'm, I'm on, on the west side. side. It's not exactly the Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> Yo, who are you voting? I, I I have to tell you. I honestly don't know. I have you seen Clueless. This is Geist. Come on. So I have not. I, I saw Clueless once as of last night, 
and then I decided to watch it last night, which is why I didn't play golf this morning. Um, I, I really lost in that deal, by the way. Yeah, I really enjoyed the. I really enjoyed the uh, both movies. I don't know which one I'm going to vote for. See, I could vote now, and I could I could just vote for Robin Hood, Ben and Tights, and fuck you over, Pete. And I I I could do that easily with no conscience. You're aware of that. Um, is that what you want me to do, or do you want to vote? I, I, if you have, if you have not yet talked this through, and you have one you want to pick, and it's the legit one you want to pick, pick it, and I'll have to deal with it. Nah, but that's right. No, nah, we're. My name is Will Scarlett O'Hara. I'll be honest. We're both in the same place. I could pick either one of these movies. I am. Uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, and this is not just to fuck over Pete, although it is kind of a sweet bonus, is I am going to put pick Robin Hood Men in Tights because I have more of a personal attachment to that movie than Clueless. And that's not to say Clueless isn't amazing. I watch it, dude. Listen, I watch it again. I watch it again last night after I got home from your fucking house, and that's why I didn't play uh, play golf this morning because it was four o'clock in the morning. What? Clueless. Um, I did so. Oh my god! And uh, I I, ha- I have to pick Robin Hood, Ben and Tights. I have to. I have more of a personal attachment to it, though I find Clueless amazing. So it is three. It's three to three, Pete. Suck suck it. I got a forty-five and a shovel. That'll be it. All right, Pete. I tried to give you the out, Pete. I tried. I don't think I've ever, at least over something this stupid. I don't think I've ever been this torn. Pete, I got a question. Pete, I got a question. Uh, what's that stupid? Pete, is the wine that you're drinking sacramental wine? Can it only be used for blessing things? Because we'll bless the rocks, we'll bless the trees, we'll bless the birds, we'll bless the squirrels, we'll bless them all until we get beschnicked. Beschnicked. Alright, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Getting late to the party. Where is my father? What is this guy doing? This is how we're doing. This is the only thing. Oh, my God. We've been eaten by the cat. My cat. Hold on. Wait. 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 Hold on, everybody. Let's let Pete do this. Let's have Pete do this. Go ahead, Pete. Kevin is going to pick his best one-liner from the movie. And Jenny is going to pick her best one-liner from the movie. And whichever one I think is funnier is getting my vote. This is okay. fucking bold right okay. now. I'm ready. Go for ladies first. Doctor says I shouldn't be in any activities where balls fly at my nose. There goes your social life. Master Robin, you've lost your arms in battle. But you grew some nice boots. Kevin wins. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. You know what, though? I'm super pumped. That was that was a first round matchup. I'm super pumped that that was that. Like that's what you did. That's but that's awesome. That was a great way of picking that. That was a good way to do it. But I'm super pissed. Yeah. I am. I am torn about this. I'm broke about it, and I clueless should not die in the first round of this round. You're absolutely right. This is so. I was talking. I was talking to Greg, Greg and Jen about this last night. I specifically said. That this this matchup was going to be tough. Like I knew this one was going to be like a, a real rub between everybody. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. Um, 
So, Clueless is like in my top three comedies. Yeah, but you know what's really great though? This next matchup, no one gives a shit about either one of these movies, not even a little bit. <laughs> Wait, let me look. Let me look. Compared to the last two, it is so incredibly less important to me. But we have yeah. Kindergarten Cop uh, going up against Sneed. Okay. It's now, what you know, you're looking confused versus Sandra Bullock looking completely confused. But this is the movie where America fell in love with Sandra Bullock. No, you know, it's not. Her in love with... No, I was in love with her in everything ever. She's my favorite. Pretty woman. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that someone else did that. Don't worry about me. Okay, hold on. I want to talk about Keanu Reeves. I want to talk about... We need to talk about Keanu Reeves for a minute. Keanu Reeves, what he does amazingly is that he acts as well as he needs to. He never overacts, and he, he yes. never underacts. He acts to the level of part necessary. And the level of part yeah, necessary in speed... Was, com was complete dog shit. Yeah, you sorry. Yes, I understand that. But, but in, in The Matrix, he needed to be at a high level in The Matrix. In this one, he needed to be, like, super broed out. Even more broed out than Point Break. Speed is no. fucking terrible. He's less, pro, he's less pro than he is in Point Blank. I don't know. Really? You voted out Lewis? I can't with that. Speed is bad, but Kindergarten Cop is, is like, I don't know. I don't want to watch that movie. I don't want to watch Speed I mean, either. Can we, can we? Just... Which premise is worse? Schwarzenegger has to pretend to be a teacher to find the parent of a kid who's a drug dealer versus a bus can't go under 55 miles an hour. What, 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 what's, which one is worse? I for Speed. Wow. I vote for speed. Bold, bold, right out, bold, right out of the gate by Jenny. That's it. She, Steph, convinced me. So, Steph, you, despite my asinine mix-up there with uh, the Pretty Woman, apparently, we forgive you. Uh, Demo Demolition Man came out prior to Speed. Demolition Man was. I don't like Demolition Man. Was '93 and Speed was '94, and I do like Demolition Man. So I remember her from that before that, but I have no idea when I saw them in order or whatever, so I can't really claim that, but yeah, she's great in that. Uh, I'm um, going with Speed over... De how, over how, come, how come the net isn't on this list? How come Speed is on this list, but not the net? I think the net is a much better movie. The net wasn't good either. <laughs> I didn't see the net. The, the, net, the net wasn't terrible. good. The entire premise of is it terrible? So that it's just laughable. It was laughable when it came out, but now it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's really bad. It's more or less yeah, laughable more, than speed. That it, it, more. Stolen online. That's pretty. Accurate. It's oh my god! A floppy disk can destroy the oh. world. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> I'm still voting for speed. My, I can't. I'm going with speed also. Oh my god! See, it's really funny. On paper. And, and it now feels like propaganda that would run on Fox News. What, the net? Yeah. 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 
Uh, on, all right, Mark. On paper, on paper, you have on paper you have Kindergarten Cop with you know Schwarzenegger, who's an acclaimed actor, Did you and every single everyone loves Kindergarten Cop. I'm not a huge fan of it. Speed as a premise is so fucking stupid. The whole movie is so dumb. Keanu sounds dumb, but for some reason, I like it better than Kindergarten Cop. I saw it in the drive-in theater in Holbrook when I was a kid with my mom. And I remember my mother and I laughing at the movie, like like Mystery Science Theater 3000, laughing at the movie because of how terrible it was. It's it's still for me better than... You have Dennis Hopper, though. You have Dennis Hopper's in speed. Yeah, and he was horrible. Uh, he was god-awful. I'm still voting for speed. Still voting for speed. It's currently it's currently four to zero speed, which blows my mind. Dennis Hopper was also in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Good, yeah, very Dennis Hopper was definitely just cashing a check for the Mario Brothers. He was just saying, okay, oh, you're gonna pay me to do this pool. Very good, very good point, Mark. I like that. If it's four nothing and my vote doesn't count, I'm definitely voting for clothes. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. Oh, it's amazing. I love you. That's why I married you, that, that reason. I've never seen a man feel this way about Clueless. Wow. Yeah, he loves uh, that movie. It's it's a great movie. It just is. It is. It was, it was, so pretty, happened, it was pretty good at three. Happened. It was oh, not a great movie. It's Kate Carter. That's the one I'm voting for. Let's be honest. Neither one of these, neither one of these movies is going anywhere. So currently, it's four to one, speed over Kindergarten Cop. Who wants to put in their null votes? I will put in for Kindergarten Cop. Okay. Greg, what do you got? I'm over clueless. I'm serious. <laughs> All right. Four to three. I four, to, four to three. Speed over kindergarten cop. Oh, four to two. Four to two. Four to fucking <laughs> fucking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Glenn. All right, Glenn. You abstain. All right. So the final final first round matchup we have are very different movies. We have Half Baked going up against Goodwill Hunting. Man. Let me just start this off really quick and say I have seen neither of these movies. Oh. And wait, wait, you've not seen either? I have not seen either. Yeah. And, and the Robin Williams cancels out the Ben Affleck from Goodwill Hunting, as far as I understand it. So I hope this doesn't come down to me because I have no input on this whatsoever. All right, well, I have input. I saw Goodwill Hunting in the theater. Robin Williams. Was the whole movie like fuck, 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 fuck Matt Damon? Robin Williams was the best thing in the movie, aside from just getting to look at Stellan Skarsgård. Um, I'm not into marijuana. I, I think it should be legalized, but the, you know it's not my thing. Stoners, like I, I just didn't get it. So good luck. Okay, I, okay. I just want to I, hold on, hold on. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to correct my wife's pronunciation. It is. It is Matt Damon. Start all of that over. No one heard anything after Steph. I've never smoked marijuana once in my life, and Half Baked is still a hilarious movie. 
Holy I shit, Mark, this is why we're friends. I figured that out just now. Yes. My pro <laughs> I can't believe you voted for, for Half-Baked. I'm so surprised you voted for Half-Baked, but I love it. Um, Half-Baked has a, a very, very sentimental point, point in my life. I had a, a really pretty crappy 18th birthday, but I did watch Half-Baked on my 18th birthday for the first time. And when he goes, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, I'm out. And when fuck he, when, you, I'm out. Yeah. I love that part of the movie. I love uh, Jim Brewer is a gem in that movie. Jim Brewer is oh, yeah. amazing. Overall. You knew that that was a response to Jerry Maguire, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I've, I've, looked, I've looked deep into this movie. I really enjoy it a lot. Goodwill Hunting is, on paper, probably the superior movie. But in every aspect, it's acted better. Almost everything about it is better. But I'm going to vote for Half-Baked because I'd much rather watch Half-Baked than some bullshit math on a screen with a janitor. So I've not seen Goodwill Hunting in its entirety because it just doesn't interest me so much. Um, Robin Williams and other cast members aside, it doesn't interest me so much. Half-Baked is easily one of the funniest movies ever. Jim Brewer is a god. He mostly doesn't smoke pot, but always sounds and looks like he does. And so do his kids. The cast and the cameos in Half-Baked are oh, ridiculous. You've got, you got, you got, got Chappelle and Brewer and Harlan Williams. Right? And then you've got, <laughs> listen to me, Snoop Dogg, Tommy Chom. Tommy, Ch Tommy Chong, Willie Nelson, Janine Garofalo, Stephen Baldwin, Tracy Morgan, John Stewart, and Yo. Bob Saget. I used to suck dick for Coke. Yeah. Like, it's half-baked, it's half-baked, it's half-baked, it's half-baked. Have you ever seen the mood on weed? <laughs> oh, John Stewart is the best. Yeah. Everything's on. And anybody who didn't just listen to what she just said, with what she just rattled off with, who was in that movie? That alone, I'm going to have to just for that alone. Because they had a really stellar it was cast sick. of one-liners here and there. And like little pieces from uh, a lot of different big Like Willie Nelson was like, I don't remember what a dime bag used to cost a dime. And Snoop Dogg was just like yeah. hoarding all the shit on the porch. Like, you can't. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> also, true. Listen, I understand Half-Baked is hysterical and I really enjoy that movie, but but Goodwill Hunting is an outstanding film. Robin Williams gives an amazing performance in it, I think, and the, I know Justin was knocking, saying like, oh, I don't want to watch any math on the screen. The math on the screen is such a little bit of it. It's, like, it's, it's really, it, there's the story is so much more about it. Um, you know, the story about somebody getting out of the shitty neighborhood, you know, um, and the people in the neighborhood that try to push them out, but try to, but the way the neighborhood keeps them in is being told between the Aflacs and stuff like that. And there's so many different things going on. There's the grief that people are dealing with. It's, there's so much emotion on so many different levels going on in there. And then you pair it with still some pretty entertaining pretty funny moments as well. I think it's a really, really amazing movie. I have to vote with Goodwill Hunting. It's one of my more it's one of my more favorite movies ever. It really is. 
I, I currently have it four to two half baked Goodwill hunting. I could definitely be wrong because I uh, went and took a piss. And I even hate Stephen Wright, like as a comedian. I think he's a terrible person, Ooh. but him is the guy on the couch. Man, like, I he's just... awesome. Guys, I'm not uh, disagreeing in any way, shape, or form with how hysterical oh, half baked is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I. I'm down with that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's why we're doing this. All right, raise raise your hand if you voted for half baked. All right, it's, it's uh, four to three, half baked. Yes. Yes. Inching it out there. All right. As we move on to round two here, we scroll back up. Oh God. Jesus Christ. And we start off with a tough one. Right off the bat here with Dogma going up against a Bronx tail. This one is not tough for me. Dogma. Man, I agree with Steph. Dogma, easily. Oh my god. It's also going to be Dogma for me because I haven't seen a Bronx tail. Fuck. There's there's no fucking way. Stop yourselves. Oh. Bronx Hill, um, 100%. Everybody can just grow up. Think about that conversation between Clojure and his father sitting in the bus about wasted talent. Oh, good one. Yep. Do you know how many times I have to drive this bus back? 23. What the fuck? <laughs> I counted one day. Like, oh, it's. The Bronx Tale is, is an amazing movie. And if I stick with my logic. That I just put out for the last matchup, I have to vote Bronxdale. Yes. But Dogma is so, so funny, and I really do enjoy Dogma. It's It's really, these two movies are way closer to my heart than either, than the difference that Half Baked is to me. Dogma, both of these, both, you know, Bronxdale and Dogma, break up all Half Baked for me. So, like, it's tougher for me to make that choice. So, I need a minute to keep working on it, but. It's it's hard to just uh, outright dismiss a Bronx Tale. Right, I, I need zero minutes. I'm a Bronx Tale. Right, right now it's three to two, uh, Dogma for Bronx Tale. I'm 100 percent going to vote for Bronx Tale. Honestly, it's very close for me as well. But seeing that it's how quickly other people voted for uh, voted for Dogma against the Bronx Tale, I have to vote for Bronx Tale. I think there's more. There's not more substance. I was going to say there's more substance, but it's not true. There's substance to both movies. Both movies have a serious aspect to them. Dogma does have the comedy aspect that The Bronx Tale doesn't have so much. There's definitely some funny parts, but it's not as funny, haha, as Dogma. Um, I'm going to tie it up because I don't want to be the deciding factor. I'd rather Kevin be the, be the deciding factor at, at 3 yeah. to 3. Three three. It's up to Kevin. Uh, this is really really hard. Pleasure. Um, rapture. Clear and then central air. Put him. Put him in the bathroom. He's a mush. He's a mush. Put him in the bathroom. Look on the bright side. It cost you twenty dollars to get rid of him. His face. Look at my dice. Uh, but Jojo was in the bathroom already. This is the bathroom. Go in the bathroom. I don't care. Put him in the bathroom. Uh. Hey, look at the bright side. It cost you twenty dollars to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now use can't leave. Uh, I love Dogma, but a Bronx Tale's a better movie. It's a better movie overall. It's a better film. 
Thank you, Red Dogma. And I love Dogma, but Frog Sales is a better movie than Frog I can, yes, I can still be friends with them because of that. Yeah, you guys knocked off Clueless, but you guys kept Bronx still. So we can also be friends. It's cool. Okay. Bronx Tale is way better than Goodfellas. Way fucking better than Goodfellas. Way better. Bronx Tale is the best. Bronx Tale is the best. Because it's that, it's that yeah, I, happy medium between sentimental and soft and hardcore gangster, you know, stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't vote for Mrs. Doubtfire over Goodfellas, so don't 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 lay that at my feet there, Jim. Right. Um, All right, next one. We've, this one I think is going to go pretty easy. we got Lebowski versus Hook. Lebowski all, right, all day, Lebowski. all day, oh, every day. I'm going Lebowski. Kelly's your Lebowski, yeah? Yeah, we're Lebowski. Both Lebowskis. Mark Lebowski. Right, so we got four, two. Yeah, he said Lebowski. All right, done. Uh, yeah, five, two, Lebowski. All right. All right, next one. Next matchup. Basketball going up against Pulp Fiction. Two. Again, I don't care about Pulp Fiction. Taking basketball. Basketball. Your sister's name is Squeak. If you guys whip on me like 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. Is that two basketballs for the Kellys? It seems that way, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball. It's, it's already three notes. Four. Oh, that's the basic one. 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 That's the basic all right, Stephanie, stop watching Real Housewives of Bullshit and watch some real fucking movies. I hope the ghost of Samuel Jackson haunts all the fuck of you in your fucking dreams. Like, that, uh, it's the best. You can't deny it. It's the best. Basketball? Uh, all right. All right. Anyway. Listen. That's Hold on. For posterity's sake, Pete, Pete's going Pulp Fiction. I'm going Pulp Fiction. Mark, what are you, you're going basketball, right? I'm basketball, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 5-2. Five, 5-2. Two. Five, two. God damn it, that was way too fast. Four, three, Justin, but I'm glad you don't understand counting. What do you mean? What do you mean I don't understand counting? It's 5-2, it's right? I voted for basketball, for Pulp Fiction. So did Pete, and so did myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't count you. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. All right. So, now we're moving on to Happy Gilmore versus Forrest Gump. Really tough. Oh. No, it's Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore and his giant checks beat Forrest Gump. Happy Gilmore. Three nothing the, the, the whole subway edge in like the, the the middle of the movie there. Because he's like, oh man, I gotta make up the, the shortfall on the funds. I, hey Happy, can I get one of those? I love when uh, I love when he goes to buy his buy his grandmother's house back and Shooter McGavin outbids him 
And he says, I eat pieces of shit for breakfast. He goes, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? For breakfast? Yeah. Yeah, and Grizzly Adams had a beer. Grizzly Adams. All right. Uh, this is hard because Forrest Gump is such a good movie. It encompasses all the decades. And this one guy and his amazing story through life. And then there's Happy Gilmore, who's a hockey player. He plays golf just to get his grandma's house back, and I'm still gonna go Happy Gilmore. You know what's funny? I I really thought I really like felt like like Forrest Gump was a good movie, and then Mark convinced me otherwise. It it's shit. It really is. He's right. It's not shit. It's. <laughs> you know what? He's. I hate I hate saying that Mark is right. It's one of my least favorite things to do, but. <laughs> It's a shit movie. He's right. It really is. It, it's cheap in every way. It, it panders. It panders to every one of your feelings, and it's wrong. Right, so, so Mark, convince me that Forrest Gump's a shitty movie because you're gonna have a hard time convincing me. It's a shit movie. It really is. It's cool. It was. <laughs> That's not convincing. Sold. <laughs> I can't argue with anything Mark just said. I can't. It's it's pretty awesome, uh, and and I want to hear what everyone else has to say for posterity's sake. But I have to be honest with you. Happy Gilmore just beat Forrest Gump. It's all right. So apparently, you know, with basketball as being a standard, you know, we need Happy Gilmore to go up against basketball. Worried about us. Oh, okay. cool. All right, Jenny. What, 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 I'm guessing you're picking Forrest Gump. Me? Yeah. Happy Gilmore. Okay, five to two. Happy Gilmore wins. That's crazy. <laughs> I haven't said a word this whole round. It doesn't matter. I don't really know how to feel about it, but that's what happened. I already counted you for Happy Gilmore. Why would you do that? Okay. You know what? Fine. I'll vote for Happy Gilmore. This way you have to change. I don't really You're care. Okay. It doesn't matter to me if I have to change it. Were you going to go for a scum? Change it anyway. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I'm just. I'm, I'm looking at a third round pick between Basketball and Happy Gilmore for the best movies of the '90s, and I'm just wondering how it's come to this. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> what if these people didn't vote for the Hudsucker proxy? <laughs> uh, now why? <laughs> 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 That's it. You're ready. 
You're right, Mark. You're, you're right. We should probably just quit and call on Sucker Proxy the winner. We'll just start it over. We'll just start over. We should do a movie theater for him. Holy shit. That's awesome. So our next matchup, we're going to have Toy Story going up against Silence in the Sand. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah, fucking sorry, awesome. He's more of a gibbering idiot than he normally is. Holy shit, that's pretty incredible. We have a guy eating fucking someone's liver with Keontae versus, versus one of the sweetest movies that's ever existed. Talking toys. <sighs> Holy shit, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely... I'm gonna just, I'll I'm just go ahead and I'm just going to do Silence of the Lambs. I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to explain. Oh, no. Sorry, I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't want to explain why, but it's Silence of the Lambs. It's the happier of the two movies. Don't make me hurt your dog. No, Mark hasn't said shit. No, Mark hasn't said shit. I mean, I think Sid is more the the like sociopath, psychopath, whatever you want to call it, than like Buffalo Bills. That's Toy Story on this round for me. Whoa, I'm surprised. Wait. Does that leave me deciding vote? Um, I'm not sure. Yes, sir. Who, who voted for Toy Story? Raise your hand. And Mark, right? Mark's not moving. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, that makes you the deciding factor. Yes, that makes you the deciding factor. Yes, that's not going to be happy with Toy Story move on, though. Toy Story? <laughs> wow. Okay. I will tell you that Silence of the Lambs is a happier movie than Toy Story 2. But, uh. I can't believe that that just happened, but okay. And look, we have another matchup that I don't give a fuck about. Go ahead. T2 Judgment Day going up against Ace Ventura, Pest Detective. It's still Pest Detective and not Pest. But, um, I, I didn't don't say pest. about either of these You did, what? you did, though. Yeah, no, I, it was twice. Just, I did not say pest detective. No. Twice. Earlier, well, I, and just now. I didn't say it either time, but that's cool. I <laughs> guess we'll I'm hear it on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blame it on the connection. I um, don't blame it on no such thing. I don't care. I don't. I, I really hope. Vibing a little bit. I don't know. I really hope it's that this is this care. is over before it gets to me because I give zero fucks about either one of these movies, honestly. Yeah, I don't care about either of them. I guess I'll just say T two. T, how about you, buddy? 
I'll go for T2 also. That's three for T2 so far. Oh, this is really tough. Uh, really I'll, I'll stop the drama. Um, we have five for T2. Oh, Mark, Team Hanson, we haven't heard from either of you two. I'm going to go with Ace Ventura because, again, I think it's more enjoyable to watch, and I could probably watch it more times than T2. I'm, I'm pretty shocked that, that my wife just said that. I, I really, I, It's becoming obvious to me that I clearly don't know who she is. Um, I don't. The thing is that I don't disagree with her. That I would, I would rather watch Ace Ventura than T Two. But I really thought that that we were not compatible on that one. Although E Harmony apparently told right. us we were. There we go. All right, T Two moves on to go up against Toy Story. <laughs> All right. Yes. Next, we have American Pie going up against Robin Hood Men and Tights. Fuck American no. Pie. This one, but I'm going American Pie. Now go do your Robin Hood Men and Tights bullshit. Robin Hood. Listen, Greg, I think you're just uh, being salty about the fact that it beat out your favorite Clueless, which I can understand. But you, you're going to legitimately tell me that American Pie is a better movie than Robin Hood. I've never seen Robin Hood Men and Tights. And, what? Um, not, one, not once. Um, you, you guys You're breaking my heart. Oh. Greg, Greg, Greg's never going to watch it now. Greg, are you a Mel, Brooks, a Mel Brooks fan? Do you like Mel Brooks movies? You guys got to understand about me is I don't know these people. Um, I, I played a game of Planet Hollywood... And my friends, and Doug Alexander, you guys know Doug, he's an LIBME guy. Um, we played Planet Hollywood at his house. This has to be almost 20 years ago. And it was Mel Brooks was the question. It was name Mel Brooks movies. And everyone had to like go around in a circle and name Mel Brooks movie. And they like started like flying around the circle. To, and there were like six people. And everyone knew Mel Brooks movie. And got to me, I'm like, who's Mel Brooks? I, I, I'm not good with any any actors in general. Um, I don't care about them. I don't know who they are. When I watch television, I watch it very differently than many other people. I just uh, don't really care. And I oftentimes watch the same movies over and over again. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue or Alicia Silverstone? Oh, I love that one. Correct. Mark, thank God. That was awesome. That was perfect. Like that was unbelievably well played. I am also a moron when it comes to actors' names, character names, but Mel Brooks is the man. I mean, I don't have the affinity for him that, that Kevin does, but it, like tons of respect. Like unbelievable. Uh, I have to pick Robin Hood Men and Tights. American Pie, the jokes are cheap. Robin Hood Men and Tights is, is better written. And much more it's entertaining. More intelligent. It's more intelligent. No doubt. Yeah. Ben Tights, all the way. Plus the, the, the whole uh, archery contest scene where, like, everyone pulls out their scripts to check. Yeah. He does. He does. Oh, yeah. I have a mole. In all the years we've been friends, Sherwood and Jersey, you never asked me over for a cup of coffee or a good old <laughs> 
did Robin Hood win this one yet, or uh, I, I had to step away? No, Robin Robin Hood Robin Hood's won. Steph, are you Robin Hood, or are you going to go with uh, American Pie? I don't care. Okay, so then it's six to one, Amer uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> Wait a second, right, Speed versus Half Baked. If any of you assholes vote for Speed against Half Baked, I'm going to be really upset. Fucking really upset. I am. I am not voting. I'm not voting for Speed, and I'm not voting for Half Baked. I am voting for not Speed because that's how much I remember not liking that movie. Okay, cool. However you want to tally that is is up to you. All right, let's roll. This has got to be 100% half-baked, right? Yeah, I'm going to vote no. for half-baked. I, I won't be as no. salty about, about my uh, my previous round losing against some other folks. But... I'm going to pick speed, obviously. Yeah, obviously, because we're not compatible. We have to get divorced. It um, seems that we have a problem. <laughs> Justin, just lock her in the room with the cats. They'll take care of the whole thing. <laughs> Your hands are clear. You do not pull the trigger. All right. Is it is it six to one speed or is anyone else going to vote for speed? I'm not. No. Epic. All right. Good deal. Cool. I chose great right. great friends, but the wrong wife. Let's continue. All right. So now we come up to one of the hardest. Continue. Hardest that I may have. And this one, may, this one may break uh, relationships across the bounds here. A Bronx Tale going up against the Big Lebowski. I'm telling you right now that I'm not voting for this one. I am not voting. I can't vote. It's impossible. I don't know that I can. I love. I am not voting. I I feel like Justin and I last night were like, if a Bronx Tale goes against the Big Lebowski, I quit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's happened, and now I'm like, I quit. All right, so you guys are all going to struggle with this one all you want. Um, and I'm a big fan of both of these movies. But a Bronx Tale wins it, uh, I'm going to say by a lot. Ooh. I like Bronx Tale that much. I disagree I with you, Greg. There's no struggle here for me, and the answer is the Big Lebowski. You're entitled to that opinion. And I, and I won't be upset when Big Lebowski uh. probably wins right now. But my boat had to go for a rock sale. Just for consistency to get this out of the way, rock sales, so I have to vote for the best. All right. I enjoy movies a shit ton. It's really difficult for me, but I think Lebowski has the has formed more of who I am than a rock sale is, so I'm going to go with Lebowski. Pick one. I don't know Kevin, for that reason. I, I feel like I I am I love a Bronx Tale. I don't like gangster movies. That is my favorite one. Um, that and Goodfellas are a very close close tie. But the Big Lebowski, it's just overall great. Um, it's hilarious. I prefer the comedy to the drama. Um, so I'm going Big Lebowski. Pick one, Steph. Let's do it. Can I just flip a coin? You can if you want to. My vote doesn't matter. You go, Justin. No, your vote does matter, and that's going to be up to me. I don't care about either one. I'm going to pull a gold and abstain. So here, here's my argument, all right? Just flip a coin. I'm, I'm going to quote 
actor that I've shit on the most in all these brackets? Tom Hanks. Right? From You've Got Mail, because I've had to watch this a thousand times with Rachel. Love that movie. Right? When he talks about The Godfather in that scene, that's how I talk about the Lebowski. It is the I Ching. It has the answer for all things. Right. You, have a, you have a question, you don't know what to do, Lebowski has the answer. Lebowski is the way to go on this. That's what you need to choose. Uh, you have to pick one, Steph. Fine, because you love it so much, I'll pick Lebowski. Well, you kind of broke my heart, because I'm picking a Bronx Tale, and it's going to lose. <gasps> The big, Le- the big Lebowski just beat a Bronx Tale four to three. All right. I'm not shocked about that. What's that? I said I'm not shocked about that, but I'm upset about that. Yeah, I I have to be honest. The Big Lebowski is probably one of the movies that I that I identify with the most, but a Bronx Tale is a much better movie than The Big Lebowski. It's gonna be Lebowski and Shawshank at the end. Then come on, baby. All right, well, we've got to first get through basketball and Happy Gilmore to see who goes up against Lebowski. This is really hard for me. Because you know those juggernauts might take Lebowski down. No chance. Zero percent. Um, I'm going to go Gilmore for basketball. I'll get more with this round. I'm basketball. I'm going to pick basketball. I got two 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 to two right now. I didn't hear what Pete said. Gilmore. All right. Three to two, Gilmore. Greg. You go first. I go first? That's some horse shit. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> here's something. Even though I'm voting for Gilmore, forgot to mention it. Basically, Paul does have fantastic Scott group, Real Big Fish, playing beer. True. Song, which is a fantastic song. Facts. And it's great. And it has Yasmin Bunnies. Yeah. Yasmin Bunnies. Before she was a 40 man out there. That's true. Uh, I'm going to go basketball and make it 3-3. Yep. It's on you, Greg. Dude. Dude, dude. Um, Jen, stop trying to... Put your thoughts into his mind. He's a free and independent man. He can choose who he wants. Everything's here. I'm not touching anything. Yes, basketball has made around eight. I guess I gotta watch this stupid movie again. All right, you do, Pete. I gotta be honest. I think you'll find it amusing. I don't think you're gonna like it more than Happy Gilmore, but I think you're gonna like it. It's amazing. Now we've got a big mismatch of Toy Story going up against Terminator. Fuck Terminator. A Toy Story. Like, this is why animated films just don't belong in this bracket. They don't belong because there's no comparison. Like, you can't do it. It's hard. Get Toy Story out of here. I mean, Toy Story's been one of the best. Why are you so anti-Toy Story all of a sudden? Toy Story is what? Judgment Day, Terminator 2. 
Fuck. I'm gonna go to Toy Story. Fuck Terminator. I'm going for Terminator. Me too. <gasps> Mark. I know, I know, I did it on purpose. Thank you. I've done it three or four times not on purpose. I figured I may, may as well try it as, as an actual joke. What are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> I've reached that point tonight. Well, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong, but I... I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. I currently, I currently have it three three, but I'm probably wrong. My counting is not great right now. Who's voting for Toy Story? I'm voting for Toy Story. Who else? I'm voting for Toy Story. Okay. Who hasn't voted? Greg. What's the up against? Terminator 2. Terminator 2, Judgment. Okay. Uh, T2 wins. Alright. Alright. Uba, oh Jesus Christ. And now we have possibly the two funniest movies in the bracket. Robin Hood, Men and Tights, going up against Half Bay. Robin Hood. Men and Tights. Half baked. Agreed. Half baked. Men in tights. Alright, we got. Innocence. It's currently three. Marijuana? I suck dick for Coke. It's currently. I don't care. I can either of these. P pick one, Steph, right now. Stephanie, how do you not enjoy Robin Hood Men in tights? Yeah, I think you would. I think you would. Like, really? I can understand you not being into. I can understand you not being into the stoner humor of Half-Baked. Like, I get that not resonating with you. But how do you not enjoy Men in Tights? Have you seen it? I don't know. It just doesn't... Uh, I'll pick Robin Hood, though, because I, I, I really don't like Half-Baked. Well, that is Robin Hood, Men in Tights, 4-2. And I am going to vote for Half-Baked to make it 4-3, to three, but it doesn't matter. Robin Hood, Men in Tights moves, moves on. Wow. All right. All right. And now we're on to our final two, four, six, our final eight here, elite eight, as we go all the way back to the top half of the bracket, and we get to bring up what about Bob again, going up against Mallrats. Hey, hey, more. Yeah, uh, Mallrats. Mallrats. Just, just Mallrats. Mallrats. Mark, I wonder what Mark is going to pick. I have no idea what Mark might pick here. I'm picking Mallrats. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I, think... I still haven't seen Mallrats, so I'm picking one. Please watch Mallrats. Please watch it. I have to, I have to be honest with you. Pete, Pete will hate Mallrats. He will not be, he will not be excited about Mallrats. Jason Lee alone. Jason Lee alone. Watch Mallrats. Senator I have a strong dislike for Jason Lee, and I do not like Ben Affleck. So, Ben Affleck is barely, barely a cameo in the movie. Like, he's really very little in the movie. All right. Okay. He's a fashionable male. Do you like Shannon Doherty? 
She wasn't great in that movie, but she was like too little. And he goes, I thought it was a good size. <laughs> That's just a nice way of saying that it's small. Um, I'm going to make it, well, I'm going to say what about Bob and go three to two. There are two people that haven't voted. I don't know who they are, but I've counted people saying words. Words. I think four votes for mole rats right away. Yeah. I think it's five to two mole rats. It is five to two mole rats. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I gotta yeah. be honest. I'm, I'm alright with that, that outcome there. This right. next one is fucking heartbreaking. This is impossible. This is a gut wrencher. Gut wrencher. A League of Their Own. We've got Shawshank going up against a League of Their Own. Is it I'm for League of Their Own. This one's a Yeah, I'm going for League of Their Own. I will kill Yeah, I'm going Shawshank. I will easily give it to you. It's 2-2. Hanson's and Mark. I'm going Hanson 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 and Mark. I'm going Okay. Wow, it's up against Mark. Alright, Mark, what are you voting for? I'm sorry. Alright, League of Their Own moves on four to three. I can't I mean, I can't say I can't believe that. They're both amazing. I either one moving on is okay, but Shawshank is is my might be my number one in this whole bracket. Yeah. Alright. It is the number one in the bracket. As we hit the as we go to the bottom half of the bracket again. Our third quarterfinal. We have the Big Lebowski going up against basketball. I'm, I'm Big Lebowski. I love basketball, but basketball. Big Lebowski is my jam, and obviously my wife's going to vote basketball because we're not compatible. Um, everyone else go. Yeah. yeah. Lebowski, Lebowski. Basketball. Hold on. Hold on. Slow the fuck down. Jen's basketball, that's two for basketball. Just everybody else, and then you're complaining that we all go? Yeah. Everyone goes oh, at the same time is a problem. The same time is an issue, yes. I believe Kevin is base, is Big Lebowski. Yes. All right, two to two right now. Pete. Lebowski. Okay. That's unexpected, but thankful. Um, Greg. <laughs> Lebowski. Four for Lebowski, and Mark is going to be five for Lebowski. No, I'm basketball. No, I'm only kidding. I knew you were basketball, but it's four to three, Lebowski. Wow. All right. And then finally at the bottom, the final quarterfinal, we've got T2 Judgment Day going up against Robin Hood Men in Tights. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. T2. T2. Robin Hood. That's four to two. Who hasn't gone? Uh, Jen? Mark. Men in tights. Five to two, men in tights. Wow. All right. So now our first semifinal, you've got Mole Rats versus the League of Their Own. And then the second semifinal will be Big Lebowski versus Robin Hood, men in tights. So I'm gonna, first I'm gonna, semifinal, I'm gonna Mole say Rats, League of Their Own. I want to hear the Kellys first. No, I pass. Oh, no, I'll gladly go. Um, Legal Rose is a very good movie. 
but it does not compare to what Morat's is significant to me um, in terms of it, it, it might be the movie I've watched the most in my life. Um, I love Morat's. Morat wins. Who else has strong feelings? I'm gonna um, stand for a minute. I, I, I haven't seen Morat's, so but A League of Their Own is one of my favorite films of all time. I can watch it a thousand times back to back. I'm voting for A League of Their Own. Marla Hooch. What a hitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Martoon the Wave, she's like 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 fucking ten fields of view away and she's waving. <laughs> Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. That's good advice. That's good advice though. That might be my favorite quote from that movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Mark, you're you're a league of their own, right, Mark? Yeah, I'm a league of their own. Yeah. I really dig Mole Rats, and it is. I really do enjoy it. Dogma is probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie, with Mole Rats being a very close second. But a league of their own, it's just a fantastic film. It's a good film. It's got a good soundtrack. It's got good lines. It's it's heartbreaking, it's all the things to it. It's got to be a league of their own. I completely agree with Kevin on everything he said. Pete, you already said a league of their own, I'm sorry. Uh, Jen, Jen. Yeah, Jen, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. So I played softball for 11 years. And loved it. And was good at it. Like, really, really good at it. Um, that movie, from the beginning until the end, I'm weepy. I love the feels of that movie. Small rats. I feel like I have quoted... Seven million times, as opposed to the four million times that I've quoted a League of Their Own. Um, this is super tough because probably a League of Their Own is a better made movie. But as Kevin Smith goes, Mallrats is my favorite, favorite, favorite. Freshman year of college, it was on repeat on my VHS over and over and over for like my entire freshman year of college. Um, Game time decision, Mallrats. Five to two, League of Their Own wins. All right. The second semifinal, we have the Big Lebowski going up against Men Tights, and this might be the hardest choice for me that we've had in the whole bracket. I'm going immediately. I'm immediately going Big Lebowski because of the personal attachment that I have to the movie. I cannot say that one is better than the other, but. I love the idea of the Big Lebowski. I love I love what it's it's had the impact it's had on my life in terms of my friends and quoting it and everything else. I can't possibly vote against the Big Lebowski. It's impossible. I I'll jump in to get myself out of the way as well because this men and tight things has gone far enough for me, Lebowski. I I'm actually surprised men and tights has made it this far, but it's getting my vote between these two movies. I, I, I take I take full I take full blame for that. Right, and you should. I'm gonna make it three two. Um, 
I'm going to give a second vote to Men and Titans because as I really do enjoy Lebowski and it really was it was the movie for college for me like you know it was one of the, those three or four movies that were just on repeat but Men and Tights was just it's so hard I can't if I choose against Mel Brooks it's like choosing against part of my family and in fact I probably like him more than most of my family um, like I it's men in tights. It's it's so ridiculous, and the fact that there's a wise ass joke for every single situation is just that's what's in my head all the time, and has always been in my head since then. So it has to be Robin Hood for me. I'm the big Lebowski. I'm not counting two votes right now. Who hasn't voted? Your two I wives. Have... My two wives. Yeah, Mark and Stephanie. Uh, yes, that's I I. I I wasn't, I knew who you meant. It was just surprising you put it that way. Not, or actually really not, but go ahead. I'm sorry, you're Mark's wife, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. fair point. Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I like how I'm the one that's owned there, but thank you. Go ahead. No, I'm, my vote is for Robin Hood Men in Tights. The whole scene in uh, the forest where uh, Robin is singing the love song to Marion behind the <laughs> and they all get the car and they all get the popcorn yeah yeah all the merry men are like sitting down eating the popcorn and at one point like Robin like kneels down and his sword like sticks up and like all merry men are like hey it's Venus he's really excited so I'm pretty sure that <laughs> makes it be flat I'm pretty sure that makes it three three and I'm pretty sure Steph doesn't like either one of these movies. So this should be interesting. Steph, do you really want to like hear about the big time? I don't know what to do. Be fair. All right, Justin and Kevin, you give me each your best well, line. There you go. A different line than before, though. Kevin. I know, I'm, think, I'm thinking of one. Oh. Okay. Um, you want a toe? I'll get you a toe. <laughs> the bar has been set low, apparently. It's Carrie Elwes. You know, yeah. Unlike I other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. <clears throat> I, I love how I, yeah, she's so. not frozen. I know she's not frozen because I'm seeing her blink, <laughs> and it's like watching just like, like, like death. Just, they're just like, I don't care about you. Go fuck yourself. Die. Thanks, yeah, but, but honestly, oh, that was. Uh, but for to be honest, that's both of us, and I'm married to her. I'm going to go upstairs in a minute and see her. So, yeah, that, it's both of us. Yeah. Make sure my defense is creating a jacuzzi for by blowing in the mind. Fine. Fine. Justin, give another one. Go. Because <laughs> I got another one. All right? <laughs> Blinken, what are you doing in the watchtower? I'm watching. I'm listening. I'm guessing. I guess no one's coming. I guess. <laughs> no, he's blind. It's funny because he's blind, Steph. 
Kevin's winning me over. Um, <laughs> I don't hold on. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. When when they're talking to fucking Larry, like uh, the Larry Sellers kid, the, when they find out like that uh, they stole, he stole the, the the car, and they find his homework, and they're like, "This is your homework." That that whole that whole section, you didn't you didn't see the movie, and I can't quote it because I'm way too drunk to quote it. The movie. Yeah, we don't. Like I wouldn't hold out much hope for the tape deck. Yeah, I wouldn't hold out much hope for the credence. That's. <laughs> for the tape deck. Yeah. Or the credence. <laughs> Go ahead. Break my heart, Steph. I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter because neither one is beating a week of their own. Wrong. Disagree. Um, honestly, honestly, the actually of, of Big Lebowski, like, I think you've made it bigger in your head than it So, I mean, just for the fact that, like, the way you and Glenn acted out is better than the actual movie, I, I gotta go with Robin Hood. Wow. Oh. Sorry. I'm happy, I'm happy with your choice, but your rationale behind breaking Justin's heart like that makes me a little sad. <laughs> oh, don't, se- don't sell down about to you like that. All right, so here it is. Drum roll. The finals. We've got a league of their own going up against Robin Hood Men and Tights. How is this the final Mel two? Brooks, any, Mel Brooks, because the matchups, you got to play the games you come up against. Right? You gotta play the game to get up, come up against. How does, I, how does yeah, Gonzaga... Does not, how the like, fuck... How the fuck does Gonzaga ever make the final eight? How, how does Gonzaga ever make the final eight? It's because they get good matchups. Right. This is not what I suspected. Right. Um, because you had trash like, what about Bob knocking out good movies? Right. Hey, listen wow. to me. Do not encourage Mark. Stop encouraging Mark on purpose, Kevin. Stop doing that. No, I was against what about Bob every round prior to, without Mark here. Well, yeah, but, that's what it anyway. I am firmly on a league of their own. Firmly. Hey, Steph, what do you think about this matchup? <laughs> Obviously, I'm in agreement with Jenny. All right, so we have uh, Kevin for uh, a Men in Tights. Mark. I am also Men in Tights. Hey, Greg. Own. Well, that that puts the nail that puts the nail in the coffin, and I got to be honest, I have no idea what I would have what I would have voted for if it if it counted. But I'm a hundred percent okay with a league of their own taking it. But Robin Hood Men in Tights is a much is a is probably next to Big Lebowski for me the best comedy in this area. And I think a league of their own is the best drama overall in this area. So I think that we had a great final two. But a league of their own is going to take it. Five to two. Oh, Shanks. 
thought you were all about the Shawshank. Nah, A League of Their Own, I think, is a little bit better than Shawshank. A League of Their Own gives me more feels than Shawshank does. But Shawshank's close. It's a close. Yeah, but you know what? That would have been way too difficult. That would have been very, very hard. Shawshank, I have to be honest with you. When I looked at the, the list of movies for the 90s that everyone listed, I really wondered what the fuck I did with my life. Because I saw, I think I saw all of them. I don't think there was any that I didn't see. Like zero, so clearly I wasted a lot of a lot of time. But it was what you enjoyed. Yeah, there were. I mean, there there are very few movies other than the bullshit uh, Polish Shore nonsense that I completely hated. Yeah. The Polish Shore movies were probably the only ones that had no redeemable redeemable quality whatsoever. No, isn't the Jews? Oh, Jesus Christ, I hate those movies. I hate... God, I hated them. They're uh, so bad. Look at it this way. At least Polish Shore isn't Carrot Top. That's true. That's no. true. Sure, but you know what? Sure. But you know no. what? He should be a lot happier that he's not Carrot Top than I, than I am. Because um, he should be, basically. Um, they're, they're, those movies are garbage. They're hot garbage. So, A League of Their Own is the best movie of the 90s, according to us? It, apparently. I, I gotta be honest. I'm okay with it. I really am okay with it. Is anyone upset about that? Is anyone mad that A League of Their Own wins? I'm not upset about it. Greg Kelly is mad that, that Clueless didn't win. That's what he's mad about. <laughs> That's accurate. I, I am convinced that Shawshank is the best movie of the 90s, and A Bronx Tale should have won the other side. That's my vision, though. That's why we do it among seven people, so we get some sort of consensus. But right. I will say I'm completely shocked that the final two was leave their own against Men and Tights. That completely shocks me. I am not shocked that a Men and Tights got as far as it did because I know, I know the people. I know the people. <laughs> Listen to me, Mark. <laughs> Mark, you and I, Mark and I are the only two people that have an affinity for Hudsucker Proxy in this group. I like that movie a lot. I seriously still never heard of it. Even though you guys have said it nine times, I still never heard of that. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm watching that shit pretty soon because that was a great movie. I'm going to have to watch it now. I'm not angry with the League of Their Own winning. But, man, the... But Tom Hanks, though. Kev. He's not the star. As long as he's not the guy standing in front just trying to hold everything, trying to do all of it, I can usually... I can tolerate him in this. League of Their Own is one of the ones, you know? And... Saving Private Ryan, I think he's really good. I think he's really good in. I just when he's but just the one guy. We voted. We voted the best movie, which is Tom Hanks, Rosie O'Donnell, Maury Petty, Madonna, 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 Gina Davis, Marla Hooch. And that was the best movie. Marla Hooch. And whoever, and whoever Marla Hooch is. <laughs> and. Whoever the chick that plays the kid is, I can't remember her name either. I think Lori Petty. Oh, Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Okay, sorry. You know what? Is Harmon playing Peter Davis' husband? 
Oh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's in it for like one scene, though, right? Doesn't he just put a couple pieces in a car and that's it? That movie is pretty fucking intense when you think about it. You know what I mean? Like it's an one, intense when, movie. Yeah, it, that movie has has everything. Yeah. There's super funny scenes, like like everything that involves Tom Hanks, like you know, avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan, the whole like no crying in baseball, yeah. which is way overdone. It, but it also when has the most. When he hits the kid with the glove. Oh yeah. When he throws still, when he throws the glove, still well. And he goes, I got him. I got him. Yeah. That's honestly to me. That's why I'm okay with uh, with it winning everything because it encompasses all of the emotions you can have. That that movie definitely it covers it covers the gamut more so than anything else in that list. You know, the more I think about it, the more when they're all like eighty something and gray, and they're all singing at the end like the same song they sang in the beginning. It's just like it's the waterworks for me. Yeah, when when. When Betty Spaghetti finds out that her husband died in World War II, oh, like you know, yeah, it, it, there's there's the, that movie that movie deserves to win the whole thing. The more I think about it, the more apropos oh. that it is. The yeah. more I when, want when other Martin movies Hammond to win. Goes on the whole thing of tell Mister Candyman that I ain't dead, going back to dancing no more. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or whatever she said, I don't remember the exact line. You think that someone here hasn't actually seen your bosom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think that was a good one to win. I mean, I think there are others that we could have picked, but overall, a really, really solid, uh, solid pick. You know, we we probably yeah. should, we I, we probably should have picked Hudsucker Proxy, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> yeah, but on account of it didn't make it. We could have moved Troll into the nineties, and I picked that. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark is never going to live down Crawl. He really isn't. <laughs> Ever. Like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Wait out. Wait out. They don't care. They don't care. Well, I'm uh, the one that chose to put Crawl in the bracket instead of Leonard Part 6. Fake movie. Prank call. Basically, when you wrote that, my thought was prank caller, prank caller. Um, <laughs> I have to say, uh, what, what I'm working on, what I'm working on for next week is a uh, a sequels bracket. I, I'd like to put together one of those. I'm going to try to work on it. Um, yeah, you know, next week is July 4th. I don't know if we're going to record on July 4th or not, but if we don't, it'll be fo- the following week, and I think it's going to be sequels. I'm going to try to work that out. All right. All right. Sounds good. Guys, if you are listening and you have a movie that you think should have gone further or one that we didn't even include in the bracket that how could we have possibly missed that, please let us know about it. We'd love to hear about it and tell you how you're wrong. All right. And until next time, please be safe. All right. Wash your hands. Drink local beers. Enjoy Independence Day. And uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage. And Twitter and Instagram at beertastic show. 
or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.